Hello, everyone. First of all, I'd love to thank you for tuning in to the Integrative Thoughts podcast. I am your host, Matt Kaufman. And through this platform, I plan on seeking out guests that interest me, that I am curious about, and overall just living a more meaningful, purposeful life in hopes that you as listeners and I myself can grasp onto a little bit of their knowledge and integrate that into our daily lives. Are you having trouble losing weight? Do you get extreme food cravings, especially at night? What about the inability to lose weight even when you cut calories and do a lot of exercise? I know I fell into this category for pretty much most of my life. It's actually probably not even your fault. You most likely have what's called leptin resistance. Leptin is actually a hormone made by the fat cells that regulates food intake and energy expenditure by communicating with the brain. The more fat you have, the more negative leptin messages are actually being sent to your brain. This creates what's called leptin resistance and is going to sabotage all dieting efforts and causes food cravings even when you have enough fat stored. Introducing Zenith, this is an all-new, completely natural formula that gently decreases leptin levels to restore accurate communication between fat cells in the brain. Zenith contains zero harmful stimulants. It's made of all-natural polysaccharides and acetylated fatty acids, very safe for long-term weight loss plans, and it is made in the USA. In an eight-week, university-conducted, double-blind, placebo-controlled study, participants lost 21.3 pounds of fat, lost almost four inches off their waistline, and reduced serum leptin levels by 43%. So if you or someone you know, someone you really love is struggling with weight loss, head down to the show notes. I'll have a link there and a few videos where you can learn more information about Zenith. So listen, I've been experimenting with different types of minerals, especially magnesium, for the past five to six years. But I could never really find a product that I could feel the benefits that magnesium claimed to give. Magnesium is one of the most important minerals for all of human health. It participates in over 600 different biochemical reactions in the body, yet over 80% of the population is deficient. Magnesium deficiency can increase risk for all disease and greatly decrease optimal performance. That's why I like Bioptimizers. They use all seven forms of magnesium in a highly bioavailable form in their product Magnesium Breakthrough. Magnesium helps with stress, anxiety, sleep, immune function, detoxification, and so much more. If you want to try out this product, head over to Buy Optimizers and use code INTEGRATIVETHOUGHTS10 to receive a 10% discount on their amazing product, Mag Breakthrough. Todd, welcome to the show, brother. How are you doing? I'm doing wonderful, Matt. Thanks for having me on this. I'm glad to actually get to get out here on the chopping block and discuss all things combo with you. Absolutely. I figured we could go super deep, especially both being practitioners. I don't think I, as far as I'm aware, there's not a podcast between two practitioners out there who are uh, diving deep and talking about things they've learned and seen. You've obviously done a lot more than I have in combo space. And that's why I always uh, am grateful that you give me a little bit of wisdom on what you've learned. So utilize that in a bunch of my practices. Um, but before we get into combo, why don't you tell us, because you've kind of been in the health space and biohacking and all that. So why don't you tell us kind of like, were you always into all this stuff growing up or what kind of sparked your interest in like the health and wellness field? Yeah. Um, well, I, I actually got into the transition, I would say. I've always been like athletic, um, just not effective or efficient. Like, you know, I was um, really competitive, but grew up Texas football, uh, 
running, track, everything, shot put and whatnot, but I never supported my body. I'd still, you know, right after my soccer practice, I would go over and have like two Jack in the box and then three tacos, you know, and um, I got into competitive ultra running when I was about 28, 29 um, and then CrossFit. And I still wasn't like, I was still wasn't um, congruent, like with a healthy diet. So I would go, you know, literally go run a hundred miles or run, um, go on a 30 mile training run. And then I'd go, I still have pizza and not really understand the connection. And then I got into um, randomly back in like 2009, I got into the whole 30 diet. Um, and, you know, that's like an elimination diet that I've actually been very involved with all the way until about a year ago when I separated myself from the whole 30 company. But um, it finally clicked to me that like there's a connection, right, on how I eat and everything and how I feel and how I recover. Um, and that got me into being a little more focused and being more effective. And then I had twins. Um, and that's when I really got into like biohacking because it was like, okay, I have two babies. I still need to go run six to eight hours a day uh, was my thinking, you know, and it was like, okay, well, I have to wait for them to go to sleep and then I can go run all night. Uh, and I kind of justified it saying it was like, oh, it's good because it's sleep deprivation is training, which is needed when you're running 150 to 200 miles or hundred miles, whatever, like you're going to run all night. So you do need to train for that, but it wasn't sustainable. And then I, um, I just finished a race. It was like 2012, the Western States, 100 mile. And usually after a hundred miles, you can't walk for three or four days. Everything hurts. Your earlobes hurt. Your eyebrows hurt from all the running, you know, you're running for like 24 to 30 hours nonstop. So at the end of this race, there was a U.S. cryo was there and they had one of their little portable units and they blasted my glutes and hamstrings and calf muscles and hips. And then the next day I could walk again and I was just mind blown. And I didn't know what it was, still wasn't really sure. I knew ice baths, but like this was different because they can do it on your legs and then all of a sudden you can walk again. You're not like, you know, you don't have any downtime after an ice tank and it's not such a punch in the face. So that just got me really intrigued on what health was capable. And at that point, I kind of learned in a performance aspect of like uh, minimal effort, maximum results, uh, trying to be efficient as a father, um, trying to be efficient just in life. Still have a job, train, everything. And I, I learned all that. So that got me really into it. Uh, and then I really got, um, I got really passionate about how there's all this really cool science, but also it goes over most people's heads. And I got into like learning all this cool science of all this, you know, all this, these cool products of cryotherapy. What's it do to these receptors and what's it do to our glutathione and stuff? And people are like, they're listening to this stuff. And then it's like, well, what is glutathione? And once you, once you go over someone's head, they feel dumb and then you've lost them. So like I got into the passion of starting social media on like just simplifying everything so that my kids could understand it. My mom could understand it. They need to be able to understand it. And they also need to be able to utilize it. So that really is what got me into like the biohacking stuff. I got fairly more known because I was doing a lot of the extreme stuff and I was very lucky. And, uh, you know, I had the, um, I'm going to say like the, the ability, but like the access to like all this really expensive stuff. And that was fun, but also realized pretty fast that like that stuff isn't relatable to a lot of people, you know, like a $50,000 Rasha machine is amazing, but who else has the, I can sit there and talk about it all day, but who gets to experience a Rasha machine or a harmonic egg <clears throat> or all these really cool things. So I, I took some steps back because I really wanted to focus on like tangible, feasible 
actions that we could do that doesn't matter how much money you have, right? So you shouldn't, um, basically I got to the thought of like, you know, you shouldn't have to be rich to be healthy or you shouldn't have to be wealthy to be healthy. You know, it's kind of sounds cheesy, but, uh, so I started getting into more like primal hacking stuff. I, you know, um, what we called it, cold exposure, just with a cold shower, going outside in the morning and getting sunlight and all the more things that we can do for free. Um, is where I got into that. And then I kind of just have, um, surrendered to whatever comes to me now because i realized with so many things like when you focus on one thing there's just an endless amount of other things i'm missing out on um and that's kind of how i got introduced to combo too so it did it as a experiment basically as an experience um and then it just blew my mind yeah the, the health space is super interesting i've been trapped inside of boxes multiple times with diets and supplements and different things only to find out later that I didn't have all the information and what I thought was wrong and have, have done many paradigm shifts over the past like five or six years when I thought that I like knew the way. And so I've been humbled myself on not really like getting trapped inside of the diet culture and the supplement culture. Cause I think pretty much everybody's got different infections, diseases, like whatever autoimmune conditions or just bio individuality where it's like, you know, I could take, Something that literally that could be awful for you or this diet could be great. Like keto, like I wish keto loved me. I talk about this all the time. Like it just doesn't love me back. Like I, I know people who do really well on keto. Like within like three weeks, I'm like, my, I, I'm constipated or I have diarrhea and I have inflammation. It's like I'll lose a bunch of weight real quick. And I'm like, yeah, this can be great. And then it's like, <laughs> next thing you know, my whole system wants to shut down and I'll try to take you know, Capex, which is like a high dose lipase supplement by Bioptimizers to try to like help me digest the fats more. And I've tried high protein and low protein. And it's like, man, I wish this diet loved me, but it just, it doesn't love me back. And so that works great for somebody. That's cool. But I like it. It's all a big experiment. And uh, I, I, that's also why I wanted to have you on, not only because you're so knowledgeable in combo, but we share this kind of like passion with different diets and supplementation. And I think if we can try to like incorporate, which we'll get to later, incorporate some of that stuff as we keep pushing the combo forward, it can be kind of more mainstream and uh, looked at a little bit differently if we kind of expose some of the information around it and also like kind of like what you call like modern combo, right? Which is kind of like more about the science and what helps and then, you know, adding in these different biohacks. So uh, I think it'll be cool discussion today. What, um, sparked your interest in combo and how'd you make the shift from just doing like health stuff to like whatever you want to call it, plant medicine or animal medicine, earth medicine, whatever, uh, maybe called. Yeah. Um, well, so <clears throat> my wife is the one who actually introduced me to it. Um, we actually were just friends at the time and I was taking her out on a run cause she just got some running shoes. Um, and we were just friends and, you know, she had these dots on her and we were about to go on a six mile run. And I'm like, what are those dots? Like, is that a tattoo or something? And she's like kind of talking to me about it. And she kind of like shared her first experience. And I remember just being like, no effing way. Why would anyone do this? You know, like, cause her experience was so, she is, she is the worst um, poster child for combo for her first experience. So like, it's just not something you share with people if they're going into combo because it's not, it was not safe in a way it wasn't in an appropriate setting for her. So um, she had told me about it and actually she had suggested I try it. 
And I remember like her experience was so wild and I was scheduled to speak at the, uh, the biohacking summit in Mexico. Um, we were going to do combo on the Sunday and I needed to be in Mexico city by like Wednesday. And I remember being like, you know, it's just not a good time because her experience, again, I'm basing it off of, I was like, I can't be in a group of people or in front of like 16,000 people talking about cold therapy and natural light science stuff. And, and after just doing this combo experience, and I just remember she gave me an ultimatum uh, and we were friends at the time. And it wasn't the ultimatum technically that got me to do combo. It was her conviction. She basically was like, listen, I'm only interested in being around people that want to level up and continue progressing. And my ship is sailing and I'm going to leave you on the dock. And I was like, whoa, okay. And like, and it literally wasn't even the ultimatum. It was just like, she is so, you know, passionate and she sees it so much that she's willing to put that out there for me. Um, so that's how I took it. And I ended up doing it and I actually had a great experience. Um, at the time, what I got out of combo, uh, cause I did it with no intentions really. I didn't know what to expect either besides that I was going to throw up. Um, but I got the most clearest messages that I, you know, I was in a marriage of 10 years at the time that I mostly stayed in because of my kids and just thought like, Hey, this is my life and, um, deal with the cards I was given. And with combo, it just made this clear. It didn't make it easy. This would be very clear. None of that stuff's easy to, to, you know, you can get the messages, but it's how you process and kind of work it out where it's important. But it was like, it was clear as like, hey, like, this is not, this is not because you're becoming someone that isn't what your kids look as a father because you're becoming resentful. You're, you're disconnecting and stuff. So it made a huge reality for me. That was my experience with Combo the first time. Um, and then, yeah, I mean, that was how I got into it because uh, again, so my current wife, she was doing it for, she wasn't doing combo, but she was, had gotten into the plant medicine world for addiction and it was really useful for her, but she at the time didn't really have someone to guide her. So she was doing one thing that was really amazing for her. And then she would jump to something else without letting everything integrate a process. So she was bouncing around, uh, without much structure until someone kind of like stopped her and was like, you know, you need to do combo. Like you need to center yourself. You need to cleanse yourself. You're never going to fully heal emotionally if you're still physically and vice versa, right? Like you need both. <clears throat> but um, that's how she got into it. So she went and did combo. Um, and then, you know, a week later, she kind of introduced it to me, but I didn't do it for like two months after that. That's awesome. You were with Caitlin, right? When you did your first session? Yeah. So Caitlin... Um, Caitlin got, she lived in San Diego, but, uh, my wife knew her from our a mutual friend of theirs, Elizabeth, Elizabeth Bast. Um, and she was the one who told her to, you know, bring Caitlin up, do them in groups, um, you know, host it at your house. Um, and then I had my own private session. So that was my first experience with Caitlin. It wasn't my wife's first experience, but that was her first experience with Caitlin too. She found a local practitioner and she chose not to use anymore from her first experience, but yeah, my first experience with Caitlin and um, she's, I mean, that's to me, that's like the most perfect thing the way I had it mm -hmm. because Caitlin, Caitlin's, you know, the neuroscientist too. She super geeks out on the science stuff. She's, she's kind of, you know, um, pal driving the studies going on right now, but um, I found it to be a perfect gift, like pure, like to be able to have um, Caitlin do it because she matched me, you know, 
she matched me with the science. Um, not so much like the woo woo anecdotal stuff that at the time I was really not too open about, but she was like, yeah, these are, this is like, this is the research that we're starting. This is the research that we've done. And I was like, okay, this is cool. Like, so yeah, very lucky to have had my first combo experience with Caitlin. Yeah, I have an amazing practitioner too, honestly. Uh, Carlos is over here in Orlando and he did, works a lot with spiritual quests and stuff. Yeah, so I mean, he was he was great. One thing about him is he kind of let me pick how many dots I was going to do. He gave me a range and I kind of blasted off the first the first time. But I, I don't know if it was just because of how many I did or really it was like I was living in that moldy house and had Lyme. So maybe it just was a little bit rough on my system in general. But besides that, he was super, super like into it and great. And Caitlin's obviously probably one of the best. I'll probably have her on the show to talk about some science and different stuff at some point. I'll definitely ask her to be on. Um, so for those who actually don't even know what we're talking about, why don't you explain kind of like what is combo? How is it traditionally used? And then like what, what are we seeing kind of more of the benefits in Western society? So combo is um, from the Amazonian giant monkey tree frog, basically uh, Phylomedusa bicolor is the scientific name after it. And it is in the Amazon and it is a frog that as a defense mechanism uh, secretes a sweat. And the sweat for anything that's most likely not a mammal can be fatal. So if a frog, if a frog sitting somewhere and a snake goes by or a bird goes by, it'll release the sweat um as a protective barrier and it just happens to be that these are bioactive peptides are extremely beneficial for humans and a bioactive peptide um you know basically uh, amino acids but it's it goes it, for someone who doesn't understand bioactive peptides collagen is a bioactive peptide so if you think about you're putting collagen into your body if you take it you supplement it it's very similar it's not the same obviously Obviously, as far as the body's response, but that's what a bioactive peptide is. It means it has a, a positive response in the body. Um, also, I believe it also is, you know, our bodies treat it as if it's naturally occurring. Um, so it doesn't like really disrupt the system. It just kind of knows, oh, I'm going to take a little bit of this and that. Um, but these bioactive peptides in combo, there are um, hundreds of these bioactive peptides. And they've started doing research back in the 80s when it was first kind of brought over to someone who had the access to bring it to the United States and go to the labs and say, what the heck is this stuff? Why did I feel that way? Um, what was the next thing on that? Sorry, I went off of that, but I want to make sure. Uh, what is combo? Combo. What what is combo? How, is, how do they traditionally use it? And then what are we seeing now in more modern use? Yeah, so in the Amazon, they are using it for, I would say, very I mean, because again, very different styles or reasons why we're using it more in the Western world. Um, but they are using it mostly for like to um, come into a relationship with either hunting, it heightens your senses, gives you energy, um, increases your endurance, and they will use it for someone who's sick. They use it for um, to find a partner, uh, actually. You know, to to find a to partner, they'll do it. Uh, increases fertility, uh, which we see is very true. Also, very true here. Um, and even like child behavior uh, <laughs> correction. You mm -hmm. know, so if someone's acting up, they'll do it on them on that. So, and just as a cleanse. Um, so that's kind of why they're using it most mostly in the Amazon. Uh, and then once it got brought over here, there was just a different understanding for it. And those 
I, I think that, you know, there's so much respect with the indigenous medicines. Um, I just think there's also tools, um, that can be used with it, which is kind of where we go into using it, like why we use it for, you know, the effectiveness of autoimmune diseases, whether it's heavy metal toxins, um, candida, parasites, Lyme disease, like, I, 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 and I know it's a bold statement and I don't say things lightly, but like, I just don't know if there's a more effective t- thing right now for Lyme than we have seen for, with Combo. Um, I've worked with numerous people who have been doing bee venom therapy for five or 10 years. They're doing uh, blood ozone, which can cost about 15 to $1,700 a session. Um, but they're seeing with one session of Combo for 30 minutes, you know, be way more effective. Um, which is cool. I'm really excited because of the study that's going on with that. But um, we see it with depression. Um, I work with um, Olympic athletes who will do it strategically because the amount of energy they get two or three days after, and they want to feel confidence. They need to get into a flow state. They need to be intuitive, things that they find combo gives them. So um, as far as the Western world, there's fertility, there's uh, pain medicine. And um, I don't know if we want to go deeper into this also, I don't want to go too far off, you know, talk about how our experiences, like with pain, it's just unbelievable. We have people, I have, a, I have two people, one lady is 92 years old uh, and someone up in Pennsylvania too. So she's in California where they had, they had so much back pain that they were getting epidurals. I didn't even know that was a thing for back pain or pain in general. I know it's always a pregnancy thing. It's probably my ignorance in the medical side of that stuff. But I thought it's like, there's no way someone gets an epidural for pain. And they, and they were And combo replaces that they're doing combo about once a month. Um, like they're, they've replaced epidurals <laughs> like in their back. And it's yeah. Yeah. And we see, you know, um, um, gosh, there's just so many things like with, um, I'm blinking out on what you even call it. Sorry. But, um, Never mind. I won't even. There's a blanking <laughs> out on the term, but there's there's a, a, a. I can't believe I'm blanking out on it. Um, when women have the uh, periods they're having that are so painful that they sometimes they have to get hysterectomies. I cannot believe I'm blanking yeah. out on this term right now. I'm sorry. Um, but um, epidemia. And anyways, um, sorry for anyone who's listening and they're just they're not <laughs> the term for this. But um, we've worked with quite a few people, women who have endometriosis thank you um, uh, yeah you know like we um we've worked with so many people on that so like you know they're not having to get hysterectomies because of the amount of discomfort they go through um there's just like grief there there's again some of it's very science-based and there's also things that are anecdotal that i would be just dumb to ignore I've done over 2000 combo ceremonies. So I feel like I've seen so many different things with so many different people, whether it's special forces, um, addiction, um, there, there, the, really the list goes on. And I, again, I don't, I don't like to say things lightly or throw things out there, but, um, I feel like with all the crazy other stuff I did with biohacking, like combo is the one almost golden nugget that at least someplace in your life you can benefit from. You know, whether it's the inflammation, the brain, the focus, the confidence, um, depression, all that stuff, like someone usually can can do, like, especially for men. Like, for me, one big thing is that combo is a force uh, cathartic. Uh, this 
Psychedelic Times wrote a whole article about combo and its ability to handle grief, um, suppressed emotions and how it releases it. Um, and I find that I find that, um, I happen to be really good at suppressing emotions. So when I do combo, I can have like a nice 30 minute cry fest over nothing. Nothing's like in my face, like looking at me that I'm thinking about just my body goes into such a parasympathetic, even though we have intense things going on, my body goes into parasympathetic and allows me to release those emotions. I'll shake. I'll completely be drenched in sweat. Like just like I've been in a sauna for 20 minutes. Uh, profusely sweating and it's all just releasing of things yeah i i sweat a shit ton myself i'm i i just go straight in no shirt on i'll just let's jump because i already know i'm like i'm gonna want to rip this thing off anyway so i'm right there with you with the sweat uh before we get into that emotional side i kind of want to uh add a few things on like the the chronic conditions and things like that because uh listeners will know at this point that i've had lime and Lyme doesn't usually come so low. There's usually some heavy metals and some form of autoimmune. And I had Epstein-Barr and Babesia and parasites. So it's like, you know, it's kind of like a flurry of things if you get to the right doctor who can test for it all. And what I seem to find, it seemed like, you know, these creatures, they create these biofilms where, you, where these supplements have a hard time getting in there and getting to them. So you have to take the something to kill the biofilm. And then you have to take the other thing to, to try to get to the whatever infection you're trying to go for. And what I think combo is like, it's like an unrecognizable kind of like comes in, the, the, the biofilms can't resist it. And I think it gets right in there to the root and really helps to get some of either kill that stuff off and your body will process it that way, or you just get it out in the purge one or the other. And people don't realize they, they want to be solely focused on like, oh, I have Lyme. But it's like, is it is it really just Lyme? Because there's a lot of people who have Lyme who um, their bodies just keep it at bay because their immune system's working fine. So it's not really always just Lyme. I, I try to preach to people that like, it's, it's more so like mercury comes along with Lyme a lot and these other uh, different infections and you might have the parasites. So why not try combo where it's just going to go and attack some one of those things somewhere somehow and then your body might be able to get rid of the lime if you're doing good nutrition and you are having you know some form of supplementation or whatever but i think it kind of comes in and gets right through these biofilms and even at a microdose level i'll feel mental benefits sleep benefits and for people who don't know what a microdose is it's basically just like one dot and you won't purge or anything but um I've actually, I don't know if you've seen my story, my cat, my cat got outside and bit me. My finger was all Yeah, infected. I couldn't wait it's, to talk about that with you it's on still, here. Uh, that's still so a little cool. Swollen. Well, as far as yeah. cool, what you tried to do, like, I, my yeah. eyes are like, that's so awesome. Like, Yeah, so, you know, they consider. say these cats, um, they, they, they carry bacteria, even though they're, because at first, mm -hmm. like, whatever, it's an indoor cat, right? You just got out for 10 minutes. But then they're like, well, they play in their litter box and this and that. So they, they actually like will have these bacterial infections if they bite you like that. And it was super deep. And I was like, the first day I was like, whatever. I had two podcasts to do. I just was like in the zone, didn't even think about it. It was just like hand. I was like wiping off blood while I was recording podcasts and shit is stupid. But I was like, I'm just trying to not worry about it. And the next day I'm like, you know. Like I can go into the hospital and like get some dumbass antibiotic they're gonna give me, or I could just start putting a microdose of combo on my finger every day for the antibacterial for for the I mean it hurts so the opioid aspect of it you know then um, then the inflammation because it was swollen and 
every single day it's, it's literally gotten better, gotten less pink because my knuckles started to get real pink. And that was like kind of far away from where he bit me. I'm like, well, maybe there is something spreading underneath there. I mean, he either got something, a tendon or a ligament or something under there. And he like exploded that maybe because like my finger was like three times the size and couldn't really bend it or like stuck bent. But I was like, in case there's this bacterial infection and then also for the pain aspect, like it was, it worked wonders. So, um, that's kind it was of like you topic. punched a wall. It literally looked yes. like you punched a wall. Like as swollen as everything was, like it looked like you either jammed your fingers. And I was thinking about that, like that's what it looked like as opposed to like bites and scratches. It was yeah. so like I don't know if you could bend your finger or not, but it looked like it was I, I like you punched the wall. Like, it's still fat. Yeah, but it still can, looks it's sick. hard to bend. But uh, I've done like three different microdoses of combo on there, and it's funny. I put it on my finger, but then I sleep better and my, my, my mental felt better more than just my finger. I'm like, this stuff's powerful overall. So I think it's something that for me, when I had Lyme, I still was out there with Dr. Minkoff and I had, I was doing the ozone and the saunas and all the PEMF and all the supplements he had me on, but I was also doing combo sessions and micro dosings as well. So I do think it is a powerful tool to add in. Maybe it might not kill everything all at once or whatever, whatnot. It sure didn't for me. I still had a protocol, but I think it was one of the things that really helped. And I actually told Minkoff about it when I was in there. He was writing notes. He didn't know what it was. And I was like, <laughs> so I, was, I opened his eyes until like, cause I was using all kinds of weird shit. Like I was using scalar, scalar waves with my spooky two right. different pro- programs. Cause I was like, I, I was like throwing the kitchen sink at this thing. Cause I had kind of been brain fog dead for a, for a while and I just wanted to uh, get myself back. And I still have little bouts of fatigue and brain fog, but for the most part, pretty good. And so let's but really fast. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, but what you're saying, I think everyone can relate to because that's almost how they find combo is you literally said you, you threw everything, including the, the you know, the, the, ki- the kitchen sink at all this. And like, at some point it becomes almost disparity where someone I find that finally is like, listen, I am so scared of combo, but like, it's a last ditch thing for me to try. And it, it's like, you're trying scalar, you're trying quantum this, you're trying bioresonance, you're trying sound healing, like everything you're trying. And um, that's really, I think where most people, especially if, with chronic health issues, they're like, this is, I've tried everything. I've spent, you know, stem cell therapy in Mexico for a month and yada, yada, yada. <laughs> and all, you know, and they're like, I'm just here to try this now. And um, it's pretty fascinating, like to see that, but, you know, I do believe, um, that our bodies are extremely adaptable. So they, if you just have, let's just say you're just suffering, you're just in a moldy environment and that's it. If you're just in a high EMF place, that's it. Okay. If you have Lyme, you're, like your mitochondria can handle it. We have a budget. Let's just say 100% budget, right? And if you just have Lyme, okay, I can invest 20% into keeping that Lyme symptoms at bay. That's fine. And then you throw in, you live in a moldy environment. It's like, well, crap. Now I have to invest another 50% of my energy to keep the mold at bay, like, right? And then you got EMFs in your body. Finally, like, you start showing more symptoms based off of your surroundings. You can, our bodies can usually handle some of those by themselves, but you start throwing a lot of things. You said heavy metals. You have the parasites come out, like they become very active. Like all of that is where I think when people start to discover the Lyme and it comes across so many different things, 
because people are like, oh, I got bit 20 years ago by a tick, but now the, the symptoms are coming out. It's like, yeah, because you just moved to Austin and now you live in a place right under a cell tower and that was your breaking point. You know, it's like people move places. Oh, I moved to the moved here and, you know, to where we both live in the Gulf and all of a sudden mold and EMFs are just gnarly. And it's like, oh, I was fine when I lived in California or whatever. And now that I live here, I'm sick. And so I think like our bodies are adaptable. If you just have a few of those things, our bodies are just miraculous. But when you start throwing in too many things, your body kind of starts to say, okay, like I do need to still focus on digestion. I need to focus on this stuff. I just can't handle it by myself. And that's when the symptoms start to come out because that's what they're trying to do. It's screaming at you to help. Yeah. Symptoms are just warning signs. I tell people like, yeah, you're only, you're a little tired right now. But wait till the brain fog kicks in. Wait till the joint pain kicks in. They're coming next. Like you're these little gut dysfunctions and things like that that you want to overlook and keep drinking and eating whatever you feel like. Those are little warning signs because that's what I had. And I had them uh, growing up too. I just like looking back, it's so crazy to think about. Like I used to break out in rashes and I had all these ear infections and things growing up and had like 12 different ear surgeries and all this crazy shit. And no one ever talked about like, diet or maybe there was toxic exposure from my mother or whatever could have been going on and i think i started off on a bad foot but then i you know i still always played sports and lifted heavy and maybe that was my saving grace really to at least keep some immune function going then as i started partying like all through my 20s it just kind of and then i just i moved down to florida like once i mean within weeks of moving in that moldy house i was flat like i already wasn't good but then that mold just Everything was out the window after that. That's when that bucket overflowed for sure. And I was just, I didn't have any energy left to really do much. And it took me a bunch of different doctors and all this shit to get through it. But I really didn't. That's what I got. Your post about the lime and the mold. I don't even remember how I got following you. It's so bizarre because we talk all the time now. But I don't even know how I remember how I got following you. Probably just through the biohacking community. Just saunas and colds and different things. I like informational uh, pages like that. And then you started posting about this combo. And I'm Wow, he's 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 making a pretty bold claim. He's talking mold and like all these different autoimmune conditions. And at that time, I didn't really know what was wrong with me. So I just started playing with it, but I was still living in the mold. So it was like helping, but it wasn't. And then once we figured out we had mold and kind of threw away everything, got out of there. And then I went and found out I had Lyme and started the supplement protocol with the with the combo on the side. Then I started to see where I was like, okay, now I'm gaining a little bit of energy. Now I'm sleeping a little bit better. Now I'm now it's been a slow buildup of getting rid of parasites and different things, but um, yeah, I just had a lot going on. But we we see a- crazy things with parasites, like things that you probably shouldn't see in life with with parasites, <laughs> and it's like uh, it, you know, in, in general, I mean, with combo too. But like, um, my wife has released; she's dropped out like three different five foot long worms. Um, wow! And it's like she's by she's barely five foot. She's right there at five feet and she's got she's she knows when they're coming out she's like harold and you know she's named them because they, it's like how long were those in there um and doing you know with combo coffee um enemas uh turpentine um protocols and stuff have been extreme but they're still always coming out but with combo you know we've had numerous people going into um like doing parasite cleanses with functional medicine doctors and then doing combo and like just releasing balls of worms like they would it's like not something that you would normally ever experience but i've seen it with my own eyes where they're like longer not you know because most parasites are 
microscopic, so you don't really see right. all of them. But but when you can see them literally like a few inches long coming out, noses and everything, where we had a lady who had it like she thought was a hard boiled egg stuck in her intestines. And the first time we did combo on her, she's like, it moved. I felt it move up, like it came up. And it was like, okay, I'm not sure what it is. And she did it six times. And she was like, she went into the restroom to purge. It was her choice to do that. Um, and she's like, those ball worms. I think it was just an, a clog wow. of worms were in her intestines. And it's like, now I don't know if those were, I don't know if that was the action, honestly, of the purge or like the muscle contraction. Or was that the specific peptides, you know, was it the dermanceptins, the adenorugulins, um, plasticins, like, you know, the, the phyloceptins and stuff that are all like with the micro antifungal, antimicrobial, antiparasite aspects of combo? Was it, was it those that were doing it or was it, there's a lot to it, you know, it's like, was it her just urge and finally eagerness to get it out? But like, where else have you ever seen that happen? Where mm -hmm. someone's doing combo and like a ball, like, you know, she's like, yeah, it felt like a hard boiled egg or like a golf ball was always in my intestines. And, um, wow. So, you know, that's why I think you're right though. Cause it kind of goes at all angles. Go for it. Yeah. It's, it's, it just kind of goes like silver. Like I heard Caitlin call it a silver bullet before. And I'm like, she's about right. There's something to it that kind of gets, gets in a little bit of everything. And it's like, you know, especially for someone who maybe you've seen some doctors and don't know what's going on. Well, why not try out some combo and just attack multiple different things and see where it goes from there? And I always tell people, like, if you're sick, one session's not going to heal you. You might feel a lot better, but if you're really chronically ill, you're, you're going to need a series of sessions usually. And if you're just right. trying to optimize and see what it's like and, you know, for performance or whatever and get some benefits, you could do it once or twice and just see how that goes. But I mean, from my experience, I needed lots of microdosing and multiple sessions over time. And since we're actually on the topic here, before we get into like the emotional, spiritual uh, side of it, why don't you kind of discuss some of your favorite peptides and the science part of that so people kind of can uh, realize that we actually do have a little bit of research on this stuff. So my favorite peptides are actually ones that people probably aren't as excited about. Um, but I think what's so cool, um, I did a I did a podcast with Microbiome Labs, and they were like, "Hey, can we relate combo to gut health?" And I was like, "Yeah, okay, let's see." I did some research, and I was just blown away by the the peptides that I just I feel like they're they're definitely the in the shadow. Um, but when you get to research them, it's just like. I don't know why I geek out on some of these because like, it's so fascinating that it's like, okay, like this is crazy. It doesn't work, you know? But so like for, for me, my favorite peptides, I'll at least start there and we can go on to the other ones that are more popular, um, are called bombasins. Uh, and they're kind of like, there's also like the Karulians. I don't know if you've heard of those ones, but so bombasins are, they're what actually stimulate the, um, gastric acid. And they stimulate the liver and the gallbladder and the pancreatic secretion. Um, so what they're doing is they're kind of like stimulating it and they're pushing it out. Um, and I could say in the maybe in the best way, pushes it out so you can purge it out. It's kind of like an oil change for your digestive system. Um, and maybe a better way to say it's like when you donate blood. Like you remove the blood, you get rid of it. Um, and your body is forced to create new fresh blood, which is great. And it's the same thing with this, like your, the gastric acid 
just gets dumped out. So you purge it up and now your body gets to create fresh new um, gastric acid. And that's a huge part for, I, I, you know, I won't go too far into this right now, but if you want to talk about the root thing of like people who have, you know, um, some health issues, not everyone, but it could definitely be from malnutrition. And if you don't have proper digestive ability, then you're not going to absorb and utilize the food you're eating. So I love what these peptides are doing. Um, they kind of do like a intestinal, they call it myoelectric activity and like smooth muscle contraction inside the intestine. So these are, from what we believe, these are the peptides that create people that have to have a bowel movement during combo. Um, and again, it's really a hit or miss for me. I, I don't know, 50-50 that someone has to use the restroom during combo. Not always, but so is our body utilizing them all the time. But those are my, like, I just think that's so cool. Like that they have these peptides that actually stimulate this and they found it and what it's doing for our system. So like when you're talking about gut health, you have the, um, like we mentioned earlier, the, um, the dermoceptins, the dermoceptins were, um, studied like in length by the University of Paris. And they're the ones that are basically like, yeah, this is antifungal, antiparasitical. Um, it, again, antimicrobial. And I think that's one reason it's so powerful with Lyme is the antimicrobial aspect. And um, we see people like with candida. So like that's where this stuff would be beneficial for is these peptides that are like known to go in there and kind of like, like you're saying the biofilms, like chop up the biofilm, get rid of parasites, help irritate them, agitate them and get out of the biofilm. Um, and I think there's just a whole war going on at the same time. Um, those are, so the dermoceptins are probably, honestly, I would say the most useful at this point. And with the pandemic and the antiviral aspect, um, we, we travel so much that we microdose just to get the, the, the antiviral benefits from combo. We work with so, so many people who tested positive and we were around them all the time, get purged, and we were doing it. And, you know, we consistently have had people that during their session who had lost their smell and taste, during the ceremony, their taste or their smell came back because they could smell the sage, you know. And it's wow. like, um, is that the anti-inflammatory? I'm not sure. Just a side note to that. But um, I, I would say also then you'd have like the Dermorphin. And Dermorphin is also an absolute life slash game changer because of the pain relief it has there's there are different numbers i've read so i i mean i've legitimately seen it's 400 times more powerful than morphine i've seen it's 4,000 times stronger than morphine without the opioid effects as far as the addiction and the drowsiness um what i do know is it is incredible for pain i i just have endless amounts of stories of people who their shoulders hurt so bad you know um tmj uh, I'm working with a few people right now at TMJ and they say like, or, and then when they do with combo, they say immediately they feel it go right into their jaws and release the, they feel the warmth and it releases the muscles. I think it's the first time I've ever had relief in years, um, from pain. We see a lot of mobility. I work with, um, doctors and stuff that I try to legitimize combo with, um, with the brain Institute center. We did some brain scans with combo and there's people there that are like, I, we have doctors that we work with that promote combo for their clients and they do it and they talk about like the mobility like so people who have been paralyzed and they can't swallow or they can't move their jaws they're 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 in rehab for it like they haven't been able to move their jaw for a certain amount of time in two years one combo session and they're you know they have a two three hundred percent benefit from it um so like there's 
all these other, whether it's pain, anti-inflammatory, the peptides cross the blood-brain barrier, they find. So it goes into your brain and it's really good for brain fog. Um, you know, there, there's just so many different peptides though. And, you know, there's ones that they've, they've hyper-focused on. There's ones that kind of get left in the, um, in the shadows, which is fine too. You've got the ones that raise your heart rate. Um, you know, a lot of people, you have like the, uh, tacky kinnons or the Brady Kinnon peptides, um, which are beneficial for lowering your blood pressure, I believe. Um, and when they lower your blood pressure, your body's physiological response is to increase your heart rate. And that's why your heart rate gets, goes up really high with combo. Not everyone's goes up though, but you know, I don't, I think it's important first off for us is to say, Matt, like that everyone can tend to have a very different experience with combo. So, um, what you and I could be doing combo next to each other and you and I could have completely different experiences. Um, theoretically, I believe that's because of what peptides our bodies are utilizing and absorbing in the acute response. So the immediate response of combo could be different. I think our, you know, all the peptides stay in our blood for quite some time after. So we'll utilize them. But I think in that a moment, um, you know, maybe we talk about like, at least how, what I feel like combo, how, how the experience goes, but, um, the peptides are really responsive in our body in different ways. And, um, kind of we mentioned is like, if you, what I find, um, there's no science behind this, but like, if you're nodding off, if you fall asleep during combo, basically, which has happened, um, I believe it's because your body is utilizing the, the daramorphin peptides, which is the opioid. So I can usually tell the person I'm usually right. Um, or I'm, I'm accurate about the reason why they're tired is because they have extensive pain prior to combo. And so their body is just taking in and utilizing the pain, uh, peptides, the daramorphin. Um, now is that science? No. Is it right? I don't know, but I've seen it way too many times for it to not have some truth. Um, and that's a lot of this with combos. There's a lot of science, but there's also things that just, we can't measure yet. We don't have the measuring, um, abilities, but we see it so much that it, there's, there's some, whether you want to call it truth or whatever to it, there's the reality is that it happened. So I can only sometimes gauge it off just my own personal experience with, you know, seeing it with, um, people that are doing combo. Yeah, for sure. And there's also a lot of peptides that we haven't even recognized, right? Aren't there like hundreds in there? And then we maybe have a lot yeah. of on some, but there's a bunch that we don't even know what they're doing. Yeah, that's the other end of it is it's like there's, it's very difficult to, to get this research. There are, I might misspeak a little, but I believe there are 72 or 73 pharmaceutical patents with Combo. Um that they just can't that that you know they understand what these peptides do they understand and they recognize the benefits but they're not able to recreate these peptides yet um you know so they're they're doing the research on a lot of the stuff it's just they're also limited on funding no one here wants to fund it caitlin had to go to i believe thailand to start you know doing some work um to get it done and she was able to get something local here here for the for the Lyme um, study that we're doing right now. But then I've, everything else has been through. Um, so I worked at the Performance Performance Peak Brain Institute in Houston, and we did QEEG um, scans on people before combo, and then like up to four months after combo. Um, this is measuring their brain wavelengths, body, everything like that. And what they came back with a report was that um, even the four months later, combo 
um, created a dominance in alpha brain wavelengths, which means that's your part where you're able to be relaxed. You can handle anxiety better. You can handle pressure and stress better. Um, your your ability to absorb and retain information is better. And now this isn't the perfect way, but we are talking about doctors, so this is how they described it. But they said combo is equivalent to a prescribed muscle relaxer to the body. Um, that's that was their observation after scanning. So equivalent to maybe like a flexorol um, is what we're seeing. So we're working in any way we can to legitimize combo on a more scientific level too. That's amazing. And also, I always I always think like you know they're so reductionist when it comes to like medical science, which is annoying, and they don't want to take into. They're like this peptide does this, so let's let's uh, single this one out and try to give it to people, and then it doesn't work. And, I don't think that they like to take into consideration that what if all of them are working together at the same time? Like you need all the, like, what if we just have to do combo? Like if maybe we'll get it to where like, we'll get these peptides working in a lab at some point, but it's like, what if like it just in its raw form is working like biosynergy or whatever you want to call it, like all together in unison. And that's where the benefits come from. Not just, Oh, here's, you know, Derceptin or here's this or that. And, I think that reductionist approach is really where they're where they're falling short on it. Anyways, that's a great point. That that's an excellent point. On and to be transparent, it's not really a thing I ever think about. Is maybe they are they all need each other uh, in a synergetic way. Um, you know, because where I've I have been um, somewhat focused on is trying to isolate into uh, and not just like to isolate them myself, but like um, find ways to. Um, you know, Ian Mitchell has a peptide synthesizer, um, which is not something many people in this world have access to. And, you know, he he uh, is a true wizard and he knows the benefits of combo. He's experienced combo quite a few times. Um, you know, we every time we see him pretty much uh, once a month, you know, we're, we're doing combo with him. And um, he's looks at two. He's like, well, how do we... Um, you know, and whether it may not be right and it might not be wrong, but, you know, it's like, do some of these people who are very fragile in the health and uh, physical body aspect, do they need the purge? Do they, if they're looking for the pain, is there a way for us to isolate it? And the thing is, we don't know if that works or not, Matt. So you could be completely right about like you need to have some type of relationship with all of them because they all work together. It's one or it's all it's, it's me and you know it's me and everyone or all or nothing kind of thing. So you might be right where it's like, um, and you know I think we'll find that out fairly soon because that's what we're looking to do is like, like you know if you've got an eighty year old fragile cancer patient who has so much pain, um, are we able to? isolate and just give her the certain or him like the very certain peptides in a pill that will create relief so they don't have to go through that experience of the nausea there's no way to tell there's really until it happens you know but i, I think there could be a lot of truth to what you're saying um with that you it's, it's all or nothing kind of thing where you, <laughs> they all they all are they're all in a relationship together you can't just single them out so um yeah we're getting really good it's great though you know we're getting really yeah. good at science, so I can see it happening, obviously, and, like, and over time. But sometimes I'm like, ah, what if we just don't mess with how nature created something and that's just how it's intended to work? But you're right. If there is a way to, well, to get some of these to people without having them do the actual 
encouraging and how hard it is, especially like you said, someone frail, older, that may not be in the best shape, like count combo might be worse for them than it is better, even though they're getting the peptides and maybe they would microdose, but yeah, you're right. So if they could just take a pill, it would be amazing. But so I, I go back and forth with that. Like, ah, we'll see how it works. Cause I think it might just be a, how they are all working together. Yeah, it'll be interesting. Um, one thing, you know, that has been missing for the most part is the ability to take the frog, take it out of side of the Amazon rainforest and allow it to still produce peptides. That's kind of been the problem. Now, Ian has found the problem to that. Now, I don't know if it's something, <laughs> you know, that should be publicly discussed, but like Ian found out why. He knows why. So he knows what type of what needs to be done for the frog to be somewhere else and still produce beneficial bioactive peptides. Um, so we'll see. But, you know, that's the kind of cool stuff with Ian is he's got the biggest heart in the world and he wants to do this um, to see, again, if there's people that are just, because he works with a lot of cancer patients, a lot of very ill people, and if that could benefit um, other people again. But you, it, it may not work at all. We may do it and find out that um, there needs to be another connection. Not You can't isolate the peptides. That could be very true. I mean, if anyone's going to pull it off, it's I am. But at least it's in good hands. I'd say that. I mean, if I trusted yeah. anybody else figuring it out, it'd probably be Ion. He's one of those, like, every time I listen to him, I'm like, this is one of the smartest creatures walking the planet. So, I mean, if you, you're, at least you got it into good hands, and we'll, we'll go from there. And if it, uh, send me some when you guys get it made up, I'll, I'll definitely be a, a little test dummy on that for sure. <laughs> All right. So, we talked about a lot of the science and everything. Let's get into this part where, it sounds like you were kind of resistant to with the spiritual and emotional health and stuff like that. I think maybe I was a little less resistant. Maybe that could have been because I had done some psychedelic ceremonies, uh, mushroom ceremonies and stuff before I got into combo. So that kind of opened my door a little bit more. And I had done a lot of yoga and was getting into different energies and stuff. So I was a bit more open, but it sounded like you were a little bit more resistant. So what have you seen with like uh, spiritual and emotional health with combo? Yeah, um, I think that's why there's a perfect mix with my wife and I. Um, as I always say, she is she is crystals, fairies, and woo-woo, and I'm science. <laughs> and that's why it's a great welcoming um, combination with Combo and how we understand things. And there's times where she'll step in and talk to someone about Shocker Point, but which one should we be doing for placement and whether she feels the best, what's intuitively working for her, and I'm just... You know, and I think it also has to just do with my platform has always been if I'm going to make a statement, I would like to have the, the science to back it up, not just make these crazy things, which which you will see. I don't even mean to say it, but I say it a lot here in our conversation. I'm like, this isn't science or this is science because I want to make sure that, you know, if we say it's science, it's because I've read that I've read it. It's not it's not it's theoretical and just my experience. But, um, you know, just my own experience really shifted that. Um, again, the relief I had, um, the experiences I've had doing combo, my first three by three, which is three sessions within. So you're supposed to do three sessions in three hours. I did three sessions in less. I did about three sessions in, in an hour. Um, because wow. of the emotional release I was having that I've never had an issue with purging. I came in with a very specific and it was difficult intention, very difficult, something that had been battling me. I'd been battling for about a year actively trying to do something. In my first session of my three by three, I couldn't purge, it was stuck. 
And I was like, we got it off. I couldn't purge. Um, I was able to force myself to purge though, which wasn't ideal at the time. So I drank the water again. We went right away, took them off, started back. I was like, I got to get rid of this. I got to get out. Second time didn't work. Finally, the third time it came out and it felt like a legitimate bowling ball was coming out of my body, you know, and it was just like a relief and a release. Um, that I can't really explain, but it was just like this 200 pound weight had been kind of holding my body down emotionally, mentally, everything had been released. And that's where I was like, well, I didn't create this in my, my head, you know, like I experienced this without knowing what to even expect, <laughs> you know? So that's where I started having the understanding more of like, okay, there's some realities to this. Um, and then just our own experience too with combo where other people, um, you know, the spiritual side doing chakra points. If you have like specific life goals that we see manifest. Um, I mean, I've pretty much legitimately, I could say I've almost had an exorcism with someone uh, doing combo that I don't know if anyone, I mean, I'm sure maybe someone um, has in the path, but like the spiritual aspect of someone who was, had a very deep, um, very unhealthy addiction. Um, had done all these other plant medicines and the plant medicines were like, or, you know, the shamans were like, this, this isn't, this, this isn't for you. Like you need to find something heavier. Doing ayahuasca didn't work. They came and this person, this is the stuff where you just can't create it. You know, it happened because they didn't know what combo really was. I don't give much of a detail prior because I don't want to create experiences for people. Um, but you know, they, they passed out every 15 seconds, maybe faster. Every, like they would just go out, out, out. And then they went stiff. They went into like a rigor mortis and their body leaped, this leaped across my um, living room, probably 10 feet and then purged what was legitimately looked like coffee. And they hadn't, um, they hadn't eaten in two days. They were on a two day fast, um, which was properly planned prior. It wasn't just a blind fast, but it's like, you know, and then he's just never been the same. He was lighter. And, and different. His wife was just like, yeah, it's gone. Like there was something attached to him. So going into the spiritual things, right? Like we can't measure that. And most people probably are still like, yeah, there's some exaggeration to that story, which there's not. It just is crazy. And that's <laughs> the kind of stuff we deal with. Grief, uh, people that are dealing with grief. Um, I think uh, my wife says it best is that combo levels you up with your consciousness. Um, I think it cleanses you physically so much that allows you to become more intuitive and more sensitive to people. Um, I tell people that it makes things that you tolerate in life intolerable again. So I always warn people, it's like, cause you, you're gonna have a lot of emotions that might come up and let's say like you're, especially right now for Thanksgiving and your people, your family that you tolerate that are gossiping or talking negative, you may tolerate it. But if you've just done combo and you put yourself back in that same position, it's going to feel like an open wound for the first time. And you're just, it, you're just going to be like, Oh my gosh, that's too much. Like I can't handle this conversation. Uh, and it almost forces you to create healthy boundaries, whether, whether it's an uncomfortable for a lot of people, it's very uncomfortable to make create boundaries, but combo makes it so brutal that you really have no choice. Like you have to react to it. So on the spiritual side and the emotional side, it really like cleanses you and refreshes you, like energizes you or like she says, it levels you up. That's how I'd say like with your spiritual and your consciousness levels. 
Yeah, that's amazing. And so do you find it important to like set intention before the ceremony then? And do you make people like say their intention out loud or they keep that to themselves? How do you go about that? I let them choose. Like if it's one of those like, and I might have a different experience because I literally jumped into combo just to experience it. So I was very nonchalant. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. If you want to just do combo to experience combo, that's fine. But if you have an intention, uh, that is very powerful. And we see that too. For example, um, it, it is entirely up to that person if they want to trust or discuss their intentions. We can talk about it prior because sometimes dot location can help you, uh, can be utilized with those intentions. Uh, some people just kind of keep it to themselves. So after, and then they share their experience of what happened, you know. Um, but again, this goes into where we don't have the science, but we see it so much. But for example, you know, if I have someone who comes in and they're like, you know, my intentions are really just to forgive myself or forgive and, my, you know, get rid of my own personal resentment or something like that. Like, I think that's so great. But in the back of my head, I'm like, this person is going to have a very difficult experience because your body, it's not that easy, right? Like, like personal <laughs> forgiveness, anything like that. Like it's your body's not like, hey, yeah, let's just let this out. Like I just find it. I don't tell them this stuff and then either that, but it's like they're, they're the ones that tend to have the most difficult time purging is if your intention is something that your body, even though we want it, we want it to go, like we want it to go. But sometimes these illnesses or these resentment or anger, or hatred that we have becomes part of our identity and our bodies aren't ready to let it go. So for example, if I went into something with like, yeah, I want to just forgive myself for some things I've done in the past. I can pretty much expect that that's not going to be an easy session. <laughs> It's going to be pretty brutal. It's going to be a lot of crying. It's going to be a lot of confusion, maybe for me. And I don't know if I'll be able to purge. And we see that a lot. That's so interesting. I, I have really. What's just with plant medicine, you, too? Yeah, for sure. So I had done most of my emotional type of childhood work. It was more intentional around uh, like my mushroom ceremonies and stuff. And then most of my combo intentions have been like the lime and the cleaning out. So I haven't really tried to set like energetic and uh intentions too much with combo maybe i will on my next session now that i'm feeling quite a bit better and i don't need to only focus on the lime and the, everything else so much but that's cool it's interesting because that's the uh, part we were talking about before the show right the mystery the unquantifiable where people are getting these kind of energetic shifts or um, spiritual aspects to it when you know we love to talk about all the peptides and the science and getting rid of mold and lime and all of that but also they come out with uh, a whole different uh, outlook on life. Actually, one one girl from our retreat, our last retreat, that was about the first retreat. We did combo, but we also did a lot of like, we did ecstatic dance and we did uh, a lot of journaling. We did a lot of deep work, really hard breath work session with a practitioner. And then the combo was on the last day. And she had been thinking about like moving off grid for a while and getting out of the city. And she just texted us last week and was like, I bought some land in North Carolina. Like I'm, I'm moving. Like I have your retreat and the combo and everything catapulted me into like finally making this decision that I've been thinking about for years. So whether it was the breath work or just the whole, I mean, there was a whole weekend full of immersions that kind of gets you out of your shell in general, but a combo could have been maybe that last energetic pull on her pulling the trigger on get going and just moving off grid and starting a little homestead like she wanted to. Yeah, I, I, I would say that it has a lot to do with the full retreat. That's the power of a retreat is there's a lot of things coming at once. So get to utilize and benefit from everything. 
Because all of that, everything you just mentioned has some power to that for sure, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, it kind of builds. Like releasing emotions, build releasing self-doubt and going on. Yeah, that's where we have the journal prompts around releasing self-limiting beliefs and everything. So it's like a whole journey throughout the weekend and then you get to the combo and you're like, all right, we've been building on everything all weekend. Now really set that intention for this ceremony here and the combo is going to definitely get you uncomfortable and, and uh, hopefully get that intention exactly where it needs to be. We've already been doing a lot of work and plus the hard breath work sessions and uh, the hot and cold and yeah, the, all the uncomfortable stuff that kind of gets them geared up and ready for combo. Cause like after the breath work, a couple of people were like, I'm ready for combo now. Like they, I was a little scared, but now that I've done all these <laughs> workshops all weekend, they're like, I can't wait for combo in the morning. So I think it kind of breaks them out of their shell doing a little bit of hard, deep emotional work before going into it. So that's how we're going to structure our uh, retreats from now on. They work pretty well. Very cool. Cool. And so um, this is one question that I feel like a lot of people are going to ask. I want to get into before we get into the actual ceremonial part of it is uh, like, is combo sustainable? I know a lot of um, eco-conscious, health-conscious, whatever you want to call it, people are are probably drawn to combo, but think that maybe the frog's being abused or it's unsustainable. What's your thoughts on that? Yeah, I, well, I think it's an important focus to have in a lot of things. Um, with anything where it is an animal or wondering, you know, as a, a limited supply. So while I do believe that's a very important question to always ask of any practitioner, um, you know, I do think that, you know, and that's one reason kind of I am also as we've looked into, okay, can we you know create this in a synthetic form so that, you know, there doesn't have to be that concern. Now, I personally have never been to the Amazon. I was supposed to go three different times during COVID and things just totally got flopped and canceled and didn't work. I would, I look forward to the time I go there. So everything I say regarding this is, is more so hearsay or things that I know from people who I trust and have been there, you know, but, um, like there's different ways to get the medicine. Um, I get mine directly from someone who lives with the tribes and they film themselves harvesting the frog and holding it. They don't have to tie it up. They're loving it. They're saying thank you. There's so much gratitude and appreciative, like words being said to the frog, like as they're they're taking it. So, like for my medicine that I get, I know exactly how that frog is treated. Um, you know, things that they do talk about is yeah, because there's always going to be the people, of course. Like you know, you don't want to give it a fairy tale that it's wonderful and you can hear the stories about the shamans who who sing to the frogs and the frogs hop to them and they take care of them they put a little you know um string over them to make sure that they don't get harvested again for a year but then they let them go and they come back again later they only take a little bit um and i think which within the industry there may be some kind of like darker stuff if you want to call it that but you know <clears throat> what i've always been told and i is that if you harm the frog too much that the frog will secrete blood um and then you know, you get like a different color um, when the, so the combo will be red. And then at that point, it's kind of like rendered obsolete. So no one wants to purchase bloody combo. So it's one of those things where I believe that I would say that they have some type of motivation to not harm the frog, because if they've harmed the frog, they've just wasted the combo that they just tried to harvest off of it or the secretion. So, um, 
I, you know, I do believe, you know, again, I wouldn't just be randomly buying it off of a website. Um, there's some, all of the combos, different strengths, depending on the type of frog, where it is on the tree. Are they on the ground? Are they higher up in the tree? As far as concentration, because, you know, the, the, the frogs that are on the floor, they're going to be introduced to predators more. So they're going to be releasing their, their secretion. You don't know if that frog just, uh, that you're harvesting, or they don't know if it released its secretion a week ago, yesterday, how concentrated, it's still going to be strong. So don't get me wrong with that. But then you have frogs that are higher up that can be way more potent. So um, I always will do combo on myself before uh, with sticks, uh, at least one dot, so I can see the response to it. And that allows me to also have a better understanding of how much I should give someone at that time so that I know like that, that this stuff got me within a minute and one dot, you know, um, and with a lot of this, the same combo, you know, it's like when I was doing training and stuff, I mean, at one point I had 25 dots put on me. Um, and I look back now and it's like, man, like the stuff I have, I could do two dots. I could purge on one dot myself. Um, and that's why I microdose. I, I don't drink or eat or anything like that. Um, one dot can be enough for me. Um, and you know, I will put that into equation with people, especially if they're new. Like, I don't think I need to do a lot of dots with, with the sticks I have two, like three dots is plenty. Um, for some people that could be almost too much. Um, so the sustainability is a very important thing. It's something I'm a little more, honestly, a little more ignorant to because I haven't been down there to see the process. Caitlin has, you know, she's gone down a few times and she's becoming more active with this. And she'd be someone who have great insight on the sustainability and like how the actual process works. Um, the best I can do at this point is work with someone who is harvesting themselves and they film it and it, it's a different respect, you know, so I know exactly where it's coming from and that's the best I can do at this point. And I think it's important though for every practitioner um, and as well as a person trying to just to find out that information, because, um, you know, the great thing is, is with like combo international, the, um, all of these, you know, IAKP, they, they all have some vetted, they have vetted, um, sources too. So like they're getting it from people that they know. Um, so anyone who is certified practitioner through these organizations do have access to vetted medicine. Um, if you want to call it that, um, but we don't see that, you know, I'm not saying it's just like, uh, for me, that's the best I can do at this point. I've yet to have the opportunity to go down there myself and see the actions and see the experience. Um, so that's the, my limited answer to that. Yeah. And I, the problem is with all of anything that starts to make gain traction and make money, someone's going to exploit it somewhere. So hopefully the, the blood thing is rings true and that it allows us to where they can't overdo it because there will be some, you know, people just trying to gain some cash. But then also you get, I think a lot of the people who are harvesting this stuff are also a little bit more conscious than we are. Like, we'll just take whatever. Yeah. But like the, we're talking about people who live in the jungle and who are harvesting these animals. So they have a little bit different, like consciousness about the land and stuff in general. So I've, I'm sure before we run, the frogs out of secretion, which they use personally as well. I think that they're going to, they're going to halt our supply before they run out of it in general down there. So there might be some 
little breaks there that we'll realize like, oh, if, the, if it's bloody or if it starts slowing down, we might need to take a break or something. And maybe that is where the synthesization of the peptides in the lab might be a good move for sure. Um, but I do get like a lot of, of the- I get a lot of, um, I do get this, I'm not sure if you experienced this, but I do get a lot of um, kind of negative or pushback with my route of giving combo so much exposure through social media. Um, I do get a lot of, and, and you know, at this point I can truly say it doesn't bother me because I know what I'm doing through my heart and I do it as cheesy as that sounds is very true. And I do this for the people serving. I don't do this for other practitioners, but I do get a lot of um, emails about like, you know, almost some people feel like they should be the gatekeeper and like, they don't think that this should be something so widely available to people. Um, so people will definitely be like, you know, you're, you're putting the danger in the frog, um, long-term giving this so much exposure and whether there's truth or not to that, I know the people I work with, none of them are, you know, disrespectful about the medicine. They're all benefiting from it and grateful as am I. And, um, but I do get a lot of pushback, especially from whether it's the higher dose, um, other stuff that I've done to show, um, even it may not have been the best of light, like it's it's such a powerful medicine. I believe everyone should have the opportunity to have access and try it um, at some point. So um, I don't know if that's anything, you know, it's, it's one of those things where people at, are very verbal, though, about the concern of the frog or someone from the United States promoting it as opposed to someone from Brazil or Colombia or Peru. They feel like they should be the ones that are promoting it more so. Makes a lot of sense, and then, but they're also getting added benefit on the back end, right? I mean, we're these villages are making money, so they're getting currency at least for it to build to build whatever schools or roads or whatever they might want to build a few things down there. They're not, probably not building cities like we are, but they're, they have income instead of just like the frogs being out there. And it is a healing medicine, so it's one of them. You know, that's why I wanted to ask the question because it's, it's definitely one of the could definitely probably a trigger point for some people and then there's people like us who think it kind of needs to be more widely spread until and if there is becomes a sustainable issue uh sustainability issue i'll definitely back off i'm not one to just well, we'll we'll keep pushing and just push through it i got well we'll take a break for a while i guess and then maybe we can go back to it or something like that we'll try to have to do some research and figure all that out as it goes on for sure um, leading up to the ceremony, so we're getting some ceremonial stuff here. Do you have people adhere to any special diet at all, like kind of like ayahuasca diet there or anything? I personally do not. Um, I tell people, you know, and it depends on also like because I, I think you have to feel them out. But like where I live, one thing is I just want to preface like I have a lot of local people here. Um, you know, they're very. Christian and religious. So they're very mindful. They're very open to combo and they utilize combo a lot. But there's also that like, okay, am I fasting for religious purpose? Is it that or that? You know, so I'm very, a lot of conversation about this food prior. Um, so I always kind of tell people from my experience with combo and the way I do it is I just tell them to fast for, you know, six to eight hours. Um, the main purpose of it for me when I look at the fasting is to uh, make sure you don't have a solid piece of steak in your stomach <laughs> to, before you purge it up. Um, I do recommend staying away from alcohol, eating clean in general anyways, but with combo. Um, we have some other stories I could talk about with alcohol and how combo is going to basically cleanse your liver of alcohol. 
it completely resets your alcohol tolerance, which can be dangerous. Um, so things that we do tell people is like, you know, you can, there's no point, like don't drink before it's just going to make combo harder. Um, and then try to go as sustain as long as possible afterwards with alcohol, because it, it can put you in the ER for, um, alcohol poisoning. I've seen it personally. So, um, it's crazy. So with food wise, just again, I think there can be a lot of truth to, um, you know, especially like with a ayahuasca diet, like there's a lot of buildup and preparation. And that's not just in my opinion, from my own experience, like it's not just about, you know, adhering to this diet to make sure there's not certain ingredients inside it. It's like a preparation. It's a spiritual preparation, which is how I interlocked with ayahuasca. It's like, this is a preparation for, I don't remember two weeks prior and it's like, I'm already in the experience. So I could see that with plant medicines. Um, I personally don't do that with combo though. For me, uh, as I say, eat as clean as you can and then just fast so that you don't have any food in your stomach. Yeah. I'm, I'm right there with you. And especially cause I've been on like four different diets over the past couple of years of doing comp. Like at least I've been, Pro-metabolic, I've been carnivore, keto, paleo, and then they've all been relatively similar, uh, like, experiences for me. So I don't really see, and we didn't learn about any special diet or anything in training. So I didn't, I didn't think you would have anything there, but I know there are people who would ask because they may have done a dieta before or something like that. And then, um, so getting into the ceremony part of it. So I know that you like to kind of, each modern combo with uh, the different things that you do and we'll get into the advanced stuff later and the science and all that do you keep it pretty ceremonial though you're using sage like tribal music things like that and then do you find that important or not important that's a great question um stepping back like i do open this ceremony i do have a lot of respect for combo as an as an indigenous like tradition um Though where I live and people here are still very religious, um, Christians and that can not go like I've, I feel I found a great medium with that. So I always, I explain to people like we're going to open the circle. And I think some people might be like, well, what does that mean? Is it, am I praying to something? Um, cause this is all their first time. So I'm not sure, you know, um, again, I live in the Bible belt here. So it's definitely a different experience for people, but I'm okay with the way I do it. I'm not saying I sacrifice for them. I did this prior in a way, but for me, it's more of um, set and setting and opening, creating a container is very important with any animal medicine, any earth medicine, plant medicine, anything like that, set and setting is just imperative. So um, kind of going into whether you want to consider this modern part of it or not, but bringing in like the biohacking aspect, when we always start combo, it, it's almost more weird if someone's not nervous coming into it even if they've done it numerous times it's not a it's not a safety issue it's just anxious of what's going to happen um so i always say um you know we're going to open the circle we're going to start with some breath work um i don't really get into the details of the breath work but um i will always let you know breath is the remote to the brain so exactly how we breathe tells the rest of our body how to respond so if you're anxious or nervous let's get a consistent breath going um, it's going to tell the rest of your body to kind of relax, which helps. Um, I give them the opportunity to internally kind of focus right on your heart, your heart region, and just bring up any specific goals and intentions you have with combo. And that's where they want to leave it for the rest of the ceremony. Um, and then we do a very simple kind of prayer. Um, I wouldn't say it's either tribal or 
spiritual, religious at all. It's just, um, you know, um, and open the circle that way. And I would say nine out of 10 people are just like, yeah, that was relaxing. You know, like I feel way better. Um, and then that's usually, I was given the option after that to do the hop a right after. Um, and that's another thing that we use as a tool to just calm everyone down, which works. <laughs> it's an amazing tool <laughs> if you use the right hop a. Yeah. So let's get into hop a a little bit while we're on the subject. Um, the, uh, uh, type of hape, it seems like it matters to you. And why do you do it beforehand, before the session? So I think um, you can, you know, again, a lot of things are tools. Um, it doesn't mean you have to use them every time. It doesn't mean like you can move them around. Um, but um, hape is a plant medicine. It's, 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 it's a tool. And if you use appropriately, it can create a better experience, um, especially with combo. Now, there are, I, I mean, I would say probably thousands of different types of hape. Um, each tribe has their own recipes, um, methods, and it's a very proud thing for them. It's very, um, you know, it's an important process to do this. Um, so hape is an Amazonian snuff. It's tobacco. You know, of course, people think tobacco and they think cigarettes, and that's not the case. This is all clean. There's no chemicals added. But each hape has a process and different ingredients, if you want to call it that, um, from different pieces of bark, plant material, leaves that get diced up and dried up with it and then mixed together. Um, for example, I have one that is my favorite that I use for combo. And if you hear the story about it, it's made from a very specific tribe where it is only done by the village female elders under the influence of ayahuasca on a full moon. And that's the time that they create this. So there's a lot of intention. Um, and methodology to how the hapes go. So you can get some that are just meant to like make you feel like you're on cloud nine. You can get some um, kind of mentioned before that I have that's what, I mean, there's not much difference between that and what I probably assume like cocaine feels like, like it's just going to wire you and get your brain going. And that's where we talk and go back and talk about a tool because that's not the type of hape you want to have before you're about to do something that you're already anxious about. Uh, the goal with my, my goal with hape is to ground you, to calm your anxious thoughts, relax you, kind of make you happy again in a way, you know, and that's what this does. And it's very rare that I've ever had someone go that just didn't do it. Like, I don't, maybe two or three people ever have, otherwise everyone else is like, this is great. Um, you know, the amount you give, there's a lot involved. It's an exchange of energy too. We sh I want to go back on that where, you know, opening the circle is just as important for me and to get myself into a good space as it is uh, the person receiving combo. Because if I was in a bad mood or something prior uh, and then I'm going into it, I feel like my energy, if I'm blowing hape into your body, it's an exchange. So it's very important to me. I have a responsibility to be in a very good state of mind constantly, to live a clean life, to live an integrous life. Um, while serving these medicines, because that energy of mine gets, will get received by the person who I'm providing it to. Um, not that I have any control over the combo, but, um, it's just a respect, you know. So, um, I want to make sure that, like, with the, with the right type of hobby they're getting, the right amount they're getting, it's not too much. It's all about a, creating a better, more comfortable, and making them feel safe type of environment. It's very important to me is that everyone feels safe um, and taken care of because 
that's definitely my mindset with combo. I'm, I'm definitely more uh, mothering, um, more so, I think, in general in life. So with with combo, that's always what I get told. You know, it's just very, very soft and safe and I feel protected. So um, with Hoppe, you can either get a blast to the nose like a shotgun, um, which from my experience doesn't help me with combo um, as a receiving it, but the ones that we used the purpose of again there's so many different ones you can use something to go to bed you can use something to wake up help some with meditation hape is such a powerful uh, tool it doesn't have to just be with combo with anything just during your day-to-day stuff and uh, if done right it's an amazing amazing tool <clears throat> yeah i found it was like when i first experienced hape it was um it was after the ceremony and it did kind of bring me kind of back to reality and kind of ground me. And then I, um, during training, uh, there was another person there. He's like, I like to do it before the ceremony. I was like, well, let's try that out and see what that's like. And I thought it was way more grounding, calming. The entire ceremony went easier. Uh, I thought it was great. So, and for those, we kind of just glanced over it, but hape is basically administered through the nostrils. You know, the practitioner will serve it to you. I always say it's very optional if you only want the combo and you don't want to do any hape or anything else. Obviously, I don't force anything on you. But it's definitely optional, but it definitely, in my opinion, helps. And it is part of the ceremony. I like to do the tribal music and the everything with the set and setting because I just feel like it's, uh, it gives somebody a little hour, hour and a half of, like, breaking away from normal society and i think most people really don't have much i don't think they have anything that they really call like ceremonial or sacred or anything you know you know cooking used to be sacred or whatever farming or whatever people used to do but now we're just like on tv or on the internet and like nothing's really sacred or ceremonial anymore so I don't get as many religious people as you. I don't get any, really. It's like word of mouth through like yoga community and people who are already pretty spiritual. So I, for me, it seems it's pretty well received as far as like the tribal music and the combo uh, medicine music and stuff like that. So I really like that container. And I'm obviously just like you, kind of just try to be soft, keep my energy right. I usually use Sananga or Zen Spray or Hape myself before the person arrives to kind of just get grounded into the medicine there um, just so I feel like I get my energy shifted even if it's just a couple drops of Sananga it'll shift me to where I'm like all right now I'm, I was in this space but now I'm in this space and now they're they're receiving my energy so I'm right there with you on that but I usually use one of those little tools to just kind of shift me over and it was, she seemed to work pretty well and Definitely the hot is optional, but I think doing that beforehand has made a big impact on just my sessions and clients that I've seen since I tried it there. And you told me that you do it beforehand. And then I switched to that, that blend that you were just talking about. I didn't know all of the, the story behind it with the, the mother creating it during yeah. ayahuasca. That's pretty, pretty fucking cool. Now I'm, now I'm like, I want to go try some more right now. I haven't, haven't done it in like a month or two. I'm like, now I want to, now I want to go try something. <laughs> Because I was like, that put me into a different space, I think, knowing the uh, backstory of it. And so we kind of... Um, I like to also do that with yeah. a Joe... Sorry, I like to do that with like a Joe uh-huh. Dispenza guided meditation. Try that. Ooh, like do some hot yeah. and then sit into a Joe Dispenza guided meditation. And it helps kind yeah, of that, get into that quantum field. Yeah, that'll take you somewhere special, I'm sure of it. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Cool. 
And so we briefly talked about Sananga a little bit. So we discussed beforehand, I usually do Sananga, then the Hape. For me, that kind of sets the playing field. But you said you like to do Sananga afterwards. So why don't you tell people, like, what is Sananga and uh, why you like to use it after the ceremony instead of before? So Sananga are these eye drops that for some people, if you've never tried either, I think some people could better describe it as it might be a little more intense than the combo itself. Uh, the good news is it can only last usually like a minute to three minutes at most. Um, now, for for like the first two years, I used to describe to someone that it was similar to putting jalapeno sauce in your eyes. And then I was working with these um, the, the SEAL Team 6 guys, and one of them is a is a, as a professional pepper grower and he grows all these different peppers. And he was like, I assure you that's more like habanero sauce. <laughs> he was very serious about it. He was like, he's like, just so you know, that's not jalapeno. That's habanero sauce in your eyes. I know. And I was like, okay. So now I tell people so it feels like habanero sauce in your eyes. <laughs> um, and uh, so there are some anti-inflammatory coming from a root. They cut off the root and they almost make like a broth or that's uh, not the right term. Maybe like a soup with it. I mean, it is very steamy. Um, there you can buy it in different strengths. Usually, the lesser strengths are just diluted with colloidal silver. So you know you can get this. There's like three levels: are super strong, medium, and light. Uh, I believe they're just the differences. Is it's not like they're different roots it's just they're just more diluted and more manageable um it helps with like antimicrobial anti-inflammatory for the eyes um now where i utilize sananga is when you see with people who are like type a or controlling controllers and they don't like they're so in their head during combo that they don't allow themselves to purge for multiple reasons sometimes people combo is very vulnerable it's very sensitive um, experience and sometimes people they don't want to purge in front of someone first off super not many people want to purge in the first place but sometimes people don't want to purge around other people so they get in their head and they was like not many people can do it but some people are successful enough that they can actually hold down the purge based off the fact that they don't want to purge in front of people um, and what I find with Sananga is that it is so intense that it distracts the brain um, so if we can do it if they haven't purged we'll do Sananga um, some people can also do hoppe at that same time, um, or otherwise try hoppe again. But with the Sananga, it's so intense that it distracts your brain and it'll allow you to have that purge. Um, we've seen it with, I've seen people, um, even with hoppe, sometimes it, it releases things and people, I see people who will cry. And it's a very healthy cry, um, right after hoppe. And I see that with Sananga and not because of the intensity. It's because their body is finally just release, allowing them to release these emotions. Um, so I've seen people, you know, again, if you don't purge, it's a great opportunity. I also don't think you have to purge with combo, but that's, there's, you know, I don't find that to be a success or failure with combos if you've orally purged. Um, it definitely makes the experience smoother and better if you can get all that junk out of you. Um, but back to Sananga, um, you know, we see people, um, I, I have LASIK eye surgery, so I have a very good vision of, and I don't see like I've done, I've done the 40 day plus and I still do it just to do it. I always feel like if I'm serving something to someone or if I've ever done a type of protocol for combo, I want to do it myself. 
first. So I know exactly, or at least have a good idea of what that person is going to be going through. Um, so I've done the 40 days straight. Um, it never gets easier, by the way. Like you don't build a tolerance. I've never built a tolerance to Sananga, but uh, it's one drop in the eye. Basically, you can do more. Uh, the way I administer it too could be a little different. Um, I try to be really smooth, so I have them with their eyes closed, and then I just put each drop in each tear duct, um, which I think a lot of people do. So I don't know. Um, and they let them sit there, and then I have them just open their eyes, look up, down, left, and right, big, let it drain into their eyes. And the second it kicks in, they're gonna feel it. And I will guide them through some breath. Um, because I do believe it's very similar to like if you're in an ice tank and we go back to it, the breath is remote to the brain. So your initial breath, once you have Sananga, is going to be hyperventilating. And you're going to say a lot of cuss words and probably clench your jaw, clench your eyes, clench your fists, everything, and kick your feet because of the intensity. And that all comes because you're going <laughs> like, oh, fuck, shit. Oh, gosh. You know, like all the intensity I see with people. But if you can, going back to almost breathing as if you're in an ice tank. It'll not that it makes it, you know, sunshine, butterflies and rainbows, but it makes it a lot better just to, I tell people like, folk, I, I will do a breath work with them before I say, you know, three or four seconds sharp inhale through the nose. And I want you to have the most exaggerated, restricted, elongated exhale you can possibly do. So just like, you know, the long exhale tells our body to calm down. So I will do that with them um, too. And we have people, um, kind of mentioned before the show, but I have someone local here who does combo who is legally blind. Uh, and they do combo and Sananga strictly for the um, vision improvements. So they, after doing combo and then Sananga, they told me that they could actually read a text for the first time ever by themselves. Um, so they're not blind as in they can't see anything, but they are legally blind. They can't do anything, drive or anything by themselves. They can barely see anything. But Combo and Sananga brought that up to it. Uh, really common with, with Sananga, we see um, people see colors way more vivid. Um, very common to hear people say that, like, they, you know, um, could see while driving at night way better. Um, one person, you know, in their 50s was like, yeah, I didn't have to use my, my glasses today. Um, the thing, though, is I have to remember is it's an intense experience and it's not a one and done. Um, it's something that you have to continuously do, um, you know, to keep seeing that type of improvement. Yeah, I've heard stories of like, um, do you know uh, the biohacking secrets guy, Anthony uh, Declamente? Mm -hmm. I think yeah, he Anthony. He's He's got a, a protocol where he's like, uses um, Sananga to restore vision and stuff like that. And um, there was a girl at my retreat who uh, said that she she quit wearing her glasses by using sananga regularly for like a month or two months or something like that so there's definitely some form of healing going on in there that we might not even be able to yeah actually understand and when i had done sananga like once or twice in my um now so probably like five or six times before i went to training every time i did a ceremony and um you know just didn't notice too much was like whatever it was a it was kind of just like shifted me. I, I felt the energy shift, but as far as vision, I never like gave it enough attention. But then when I was actually out and doing my training, we were up in the mountains out there in Lake Arrowhead uh, at Maria's place. And like, but you know, the first week you're not even doing combo. You're just doing all science, and, you know, uh, safety procedures and different things like that. I don't know how your training was, but that's kind of how ours was built. And um, so we started playing around with like Hape and Sananga, right? Like, first week learning how to administer we were all kind of just trying to learn before we even got to that part of the section uh kind of trying it on each other 
I would, we'd go out there, I'd do that Sananga, and then we'd go up into the hill, and I'd do some Habe, and I was like, I, I don't know if I've ever been able to see this clear. And I don't know if that was just because I was in nature and just like taking it in, sitting on the mountain, but there was something with that Sananga where my vision was like, I don't have any uh, eye problems. I never have had glasses or anything, but like, it was like even more clear than my normal already 2020 vision. It was, it was really bizarre. Um, so yeah, we got to what Sananga is. And so why did you get to where I said, why you use it afterwards? Yeah, sorry. I'm all over the place yeah. half the yeah, time. No, we're, so we're, yeah. sure. I, I love, I'm like, you got to break me back in on some of this, but yeah, for sure. Because <laughs> I know we skipped on the, the sage and all that earlier, but yeah. So, mm-hmm. um, I mean, th- so I also utilize it in like, you know, after combo. And so this is other science that we've done is we've done continuous glucose meters, mm-hmm. heart rate, all that stuff attached to people during combo. And it's, it's pretty safe to say that like a combo uh, experience is equivalent to like a 20 to 30 minute hard hit class with your body, your glucose levels, everything goes up. So they spike up really high and then they just plummet pretty hard down. So, um, after combo, you kind of feel like you had a heavy workout. You feel a little beat up though. So, um, Sananga with the intensity, it's very similar to those, um, acupressure. I'm going to just describe it as like the acupressure mats. If you've ever laid on those that are super sharp. And Mm -hmm. they, because of the intensity, your body's physiological response is to release endorphins. Um, And I do find that with uh, Sananga. So, like, if someone is just kind of droggy, um, just not all back, you know, we'll do Sananga on them. So that definitely um, puts a pep in their step. But similar to you said, Sananga, Hape, all that is very optional. Um, I just tell people that this could be, you know, it's used as a tool for us, but it's not needed. Well, not that it's not needed, but it's just not, it's not required. But, um, most people will. Sananga is a little more intense. I try to prepare people. Um, I do have a few people who do not respond to Sananga at all. And it's just mind blowing because if you've ever done Sananga and you're listening, it is nuts. It takes over your life for those few minutes. Like that's all that's going on in your head is this extreme intensity in your eyes. And so people like Ian Mitchell, who will sit there with his eyes wide open and I'll put three or four drops in his eyes and he doesn't even, there's nothing, you know? And for him, he's like, well, I'm just not resisting. Like I've learned how to just allow it to pulse through me and he doesn't feel anything. And it's so crazy. There's other, there's a few, there's one gentleman um in san francisco for like 10 seconds he's like yeah it's it's all right it feels a little bit like shampoo in the eyes for a second and he's he's up and looking around and everything uh but ian ian who really is not human in so many ways um he's learned <laughs> his body not to doesn't resist and it's so crazy to see when you when you've administered sananga so much and then you see someone who just isn't like their body doesn't even crunch they're just they can keep their eyes open and they get it and they're like Okay, yeah, that's great. Like he likes it, but there's no, you know, I don't know. I don't think it'd be it'd ever be possible for me to like not just cleanse my eyes and I do my breathing, oh. and I've been doing it for years too. But even even when I because I, I switched over to the medium strength after I talked to you, and that seems more doable for others. Anyways, I can handle the full strength, but I just I'm like I'm just gonna use whatever I have, obviously. And, and other people find that more enjoyable, obviously, than the full strength and. Even with the medium, I'm still for a, for a couple for a couple like a minute. I'm like, oh, there it comes, like there it is. Like I could never imagine just having my eyes wide open and getting multiple drops inside of there and not flinching. It'd be insane. Uh, there's something. Yeah, the only person I think that's he's done this planet. Is a, uh, 
Yeah, yeah. That's I think there's like three people. There's and I remember them very well. There's a 70 year old gentleman who's a doctor up in Pennsylvania, and he was just like, "Let's do this," and you know, he he put it on there, and he was just like, "Ooh, this is great," you know, and he, you know, because you can't like you can play a big game until it's in your eyes, and then you know, right, cursing or plunging, whatever, whatever the person's response could be. Um, I've had three people that are just like, "Yeah, it's good," but yeah, you know, but Ian is the one who can do it, and there's just no response and he's practiced it he's just like i just don't resist it i allow it to i allow it to come into my body so there's no response there's no reaction it's very cool that that is insane he is something else for sure all right so i'm gonna try yeah. sananga after i think i'm gonna do a ceremony like next week i'm about due and i want to have my wife try that reiki on me as well while i'm doing it so i'm gonna maybe i'll do sananga afterwards and see what that does for me there why don't we get into some uh other aspects of the uh, ceremony is uh, why is like the amount of water super crucial and why do people even have to drink the water? Well, again, I think the water is it. It's one of the most important parts to be mindful of for sure when it comes to safety, because that is where people can get themselves into a deep end of danger with combo is hyponatremia. So hyponatremia is when you've consumed way too much water and the electrolytes basically you don't have it that you know they're basically out of balance and your cells will start to expand and they can rupture uh this is the main focus and this is why it's like there just is no question that you need to be working with someone who's been through a properly um, certified organization and trained you for safety as you mentioned before you went through a long time of safety protocols prior um, and one of them is water. It's too much water. Um, you know, what, what we're doing and what we're trained at is it gets a point where it's really not a, it's not a concern because we're at a safe level of water. Two liters of water you can handle. If you drink a gallon of water and you don't purge and then someone tells you to keep drinking to purge more and you don't purge that up, that's when it becomes dangerous. So, I just want to preface that, like, as far as when we're talking about combos, absolutely safe as long as you're done with someone who has properly been trained. Um, so with water, um, you know, it's the worst part for me. I, I only drink water, but I also despise water in a way of, like, chugging that much and that fast. So, you know, the goal is for me, the way I just kind of my, my verbiage to people is, is you want to drink anywhere everyone's stomach's a little different in size so whether that's a liter whether that's two liters um i don't have a set point of like you have to drink this minimum but i say i at least get like the water is going to be one of your best friends so you want to get as much in you to the point where you almost want to purge just from the water um that's the point i tell them and that could be uh, that could be a liter and a half um we're adults you know so they get to make that decision i don't have like a hard hard stop or minimum on them, but they, I explained that you're going to want that water. You're going to be grateful it's in your stomach. Um, and you want it, you want to drink it fast because you want it fresh in your stomach. You don't want to start absorbing it and then not purging it up either. This is as a, not as like a safety thing, but just really um, as a comfort level, like you want to get that back up. So I always tell people just like to drink to the point where you're like, you're, you're done with the concept of even drinking water. I'll prepare the combo while you're drinking so that when you hit that point, I'll be able to apply it topically onto your skin instantly. This takes me two or two or three seconds probably to get it on you and we'll be ready to go. Um, I just think, 
you know, so it, it, this is what's interesting uh, from my own findings is like um, using structured water can actually um, your body will absorb it so fast compared to um, like revitalized water. If you're like vortexing it, um, running it through. So it's energized water, then like your body will actually absorb that quicker. So at some point, even like us water fiends and stuff about like, like the cool stuff that with water science, it's probably not the best to be giving them structured water. Just as a side note, um, just because they will, they'll absorb it so much quicker. We find that I find that all the time where that's people tend to be like, I just, out of my stomach already it feels like it's already been absorbed um so you know there are people who are just like well let's just use tap water which the water and me uh, water person to me is like ah <laughs> you know just the taste of tap water will make me throw up so um but because you're purging it back up so fast but i would just give like basically um i mean for me i use like reverse osmosis water i use my aqua true I fill that up for them. I don't put any minerals in there um, if they're just doing That's interesting, too. Well, I already have mine is like a Ben Greenfield's dad system. So it runs through the two filters and then it automatically is structured. So pretty much everyone over here is getting structured water. If not, it would have to be like tap water, basically. I would have to give them or I can get it out of the fridge, I guess, which is like got a not a good filter. But it would filter some of it. I mean, I could do that. But. That's interesting. I never even thought about that because I just give everyone structured water because I'm like, hey, I got super clean, super pure water. Like, you know, just use this. But I don't know. But I don't even have another option unless I wanted to do like fridge water. Yeah. But again, it doesn't, it doesn't ruin the experience. They just probably, from my experience, they definitely, I think, absorb they absorb, they absorb more faster. Like, so it's going through their mm. intestines. If they have a bowel movement, it comes through that way or whatever too. But um, it doesn't, you know, a lot of these cool things we learn with science, it doesn't mean it like ruins the experience. It's just things that you see. It's the same thing as, if, you know, you do a coffee enema with structured water. It's an entire, so if you like, if you structure your coffee enema, um, an entirely different experience than using just regular water for the way like your, I've only ever your body used structured water it. for a coffee enema. I've only because I've had structured ah, water ever since I started. Lucky you. I, I wouldn't know anything. <laughs> <different>. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's so. very different. It is very different. So it's cool stuff. Oh, cool. I, I also have heard you say you only give them five minutes. I was trained at uh, to give them fifteen minutes. Is there a reason why you do that? <sighs> well, one thing is, I mean, fifteen minutes is fine, but you're absorbing water. If you know, it also would depend on if. You know, I always tell people to stop drinking heavy amounts of water two hours prior. But if you're thirsty, to sip water. But sometimes people come and they're like, oh, I haven't drank any water in two hours, which is when I try to steer away from it. Like, sip water if you're thirsty. On your way here, drink some water. Uh, you just don't chug a liter before you get here because um, you're going to have to drink more when you're here. It's not going to be comfortable. But, like, if you're coming off of, like, a two hours of no water and you drink that, like, you're going to, you're just, again, my focus is just, I want you to, what you just drank, I'd love for it just to come back up. Um, and it, again, it's not a safety thing. It's more just of a comfort thing. Like after you've purged, if you've got all this water that's now in your intestines or going through, like you feel it and it's just a little more like gastro distra uh, distress. Um, so it doesn't mean like it's a right or wrong or like it's, um, dangerous for them is just things that I look for is like, well, I don't want you to like, if you start absorbing it, your stomach's going to start gurgling or your intestines are going to feel it. And, um, 
I say five minutes and I don't have a timer for them. So it's not like you have to, but I want them to drink it as fast as possible and have that kind of sense of urgency to get it down faster so that it just comes back up easier, in my opinion. Um, I think so. I was trained probably 10 or 15 minutes, but you know, if you're looking at stuff like I, I, I go to different experiences. So I look, look at like, if you drink water before going into a sauna, you want to drink within, tw- you want to, you want to drink it no sooner than 20 minutes because by then you've absorbed, you want to absorb all the water. So like 20 minutes, you've absorbed all the water you drink. And that's important in a sauna because you want to absorb all the um, electrolytes because once you get into a sauna, you go into a fight or flight, your blood flow leaves your stomach and you digest much slower. So like I, that's the kind of stuff that I bring into it where I'm thinking like, okay, well, 20 minutes, 15 minutes is kind of quick. doesn't mean it's wrong at all. In my opinion, I just, I try to give a sense of urgency to like try to have this done in five minutes. Some people literally, it's just, I have true jealousy where they're like, oh, I can drink this in a minute. You know? Yeah, that's how I am. I can just back and back them pretty much. (laughs) Oh, my God. But a lot of people have trouble. But uh, most people don't take the 15. I I tell them I give them 15 because that's how I was trained. And then they're usually done in like six, seven minutes. So they're probably closer to the five than 15 anyways. They just start. They don't even know how long it's been. They're just trying to get it back. And it's usually probably like seven, eight minutes anyway. So I don't think it's ever really takes. The groups, I feel like you got to kind of tricky because you need so much time to make up the dots where I was like, all right, I got, now I've done two groups. I've only done two so far, but um, now I'm kind of figuring out how to time that. Cause I'm like, now I'll, I tell everyone, don't start drinking your water. They're like ready to drink their water. I'm like now, cause it takes me a long time to make up 40 dots instead of um, making up three. So I'm going to be over here for a little bit and there's no way to pre my wife's like, can't you pre make those? I'm like, no, you cannot pre make these dots. They're going to just dry out and be <laughs> un- un- unusable. So like they have to just sit here and we're just going to have to like hold off on the water for a minute. So I don't want them to be done forever before I start. And then you might be the last person getting the combo. So now it's, now you've had the water done forever. And I start down here on this end and then come all the way around to you. So it's been 10, 15 minutes since you drank all that right. water. So I've, I've been trying to get used to the, the timing of the groups, but they've been pretty cool. I like the energy of the groups as well. Um, so let's get into how the actual combo is applied. So this, most people are like, oh, I'm going to try combo. They might not realize you have to actually make these burn marks. So explain that process. So the burn marks is pretty interesting to me because I feel like uh, many people have their own different pr- process or procedure with it. Um, I use what is applied. Um, which I'm sure are just like they call them, I think like medicinal incense sticks. They're very uh, small. Um, I always have these, like I do have these crazy, they call vines. <laughs> They're like sticks. And that's kind of like what some people use. Um, and they make, they'll make a dot probably the size of a dime, um, like combo dot the size of a dime. And uh, then at one point you only need like one dot. <laughs> um, so uh, I always I use the I use the incense because it's very consistent and it's easy, and I try to be really mindful of that point because people are pretty anxious in the mind or they're a little like what's going on and you know you got this little hot piece and I'm just like telling them that um it you know it's hot it's not torturous but I'm just my goal is to take off the very first layer of skin so I'm just tapping the skin we tap it burn the skin come back with some water kind of dry off and it becomes like a really beautiful like white dot. Um, and you know, it really depends. Again, we can talk about like location of combo, um, what the traditional spots are. 
I do believe, you know, not to be uh, compared directly to acupuncture, but you can treat it similar to acupuncture with a dot placement. Um, just this past few days ago, we worked with um, someone along that was working with acupuncturist and where like certain spots need to be worked on. But she actually placed marks where she thought she should, that her client should have the combo dots and it worked. It was really awesome. Um, so it's cool yeah. to be able to like, you know, work with other people and then say like, yeah, we want spleen here, gallbladder, this and that, because they're having problems with this. So let's do a combo. Um, but going back, um, the, the dots are, you know, they're, they're definitely not torturous. I do believe like the inside of the ankles are sensitive because of the skin. The root chakra is probably the most intense for someone. I always tell people like, if they don't know how to twerk, they're about to learn how to twerk. You know, it's, just, uh, it's a sensitive spot right there. And you're on the spine area, so it's, it's a little more intense. But like the arm, it's pretty basic. Um, and then dot dot amount, I think it was it's a very intuitive thing for me based off of the strength of the medicine, which I've always tried, the size of the person, the amount of muscle that person has. I find, you know, muscle um metabolizes things a little slower so if someone who is a little more built in body i might give them like one extra dot um sometimes if i'm unsure matt what i do is i will like for example if i'm like well you're right there at three or four so i'm going to burn four dots but i'm only going to give you three and we'll see where that gets you you know and we'll talk about it we'll converse a little bit if needed on how you feel because i would never the worst thing i'd ever want to probably do is have to burn a dot on someone it, it's never happened, but like, these are the things I think in my head where I'm like, well, what if this person is, isn't enough combo and they're not purging and I'm having to sit there to burn another dot on them while they're already in a combo experience. So it's never happened, but those are things I, I'm an over explainer and over prepare <laughs> with all yeah. of this. So, you know, it's like, um, I just, yeah, I don't, um, want to ever be put in that position. So, you know, dot placement, all that is, is, can have a lot of importance going back to like set and setting and intentions and, and goals and stuff. And um, so we're burning the dots and that is when I have them start drinking is after I burn the dots. So um, it allows me, especially in a group, like to do like three or four, get the burns, get them drinking and then do the burns on the other one, get the combo going. Like I can have a pretty good system with it. Like as far as a group, cause yeah, the timing is always, <laughs> you know, you're like, I'm sure, but it always works out. Um, and so the combo is on these sticks and they are dried out. The secretion has been dried out. So if you were to hold the stick right now, touch it, do anything like that, it's not going to affect your body. Uh, it's when you wet it that it gets reactivated. Um, and so it's on the stick. You can wet it. Some people use their saliva. Um, I personally only use my own saliva if it's someone who I'm close with. So someone like uh, my wife or myself, um, again, it's, you know, there's, again, there's no science or anything like that. They do believe though, that the enzymes of our saliva work way better, similar to like, um, I've seen people compare it to like milk of a mother and it just activates it more. So there's nothing wrong with it. It's just something where, especially after like COVID, I travel all around the country. I'm in different States all the time and different people have different perspectives or beliefs on it. I'm not there to force mine on there. So it tends to also be simpler just to use water. Um, I use a little bit of water. Uh, use a knife, we scrape it into what looks like a little wasabi ball or a bur uh, like a booger, basically. Um, and then that's what gets applied on top of, of the dot. So let's say they have three dots or they have three burn marks. We'll put three dots on them. Um, do you want to talk about the experience or am I missing anything yet? 
No, I was going to add Did a little bit anything? in there. So, so, so okay. sounds like you do, if someone's a little bit bigger, muscular, you do think that they can handle a little bit more. Um, so that's kind of gender will be thrown into that, obviously, because male versus female. And my wife's 120 pounds, I'm 220 pounds. So it's <laughs> going to be a little bit of a different experience there, I would imagine, on how much. And also, I, some people get a little, like, uh, scared about the amount of dots. And sometimes I... I wonder if it's not even just the amount, it's how big of a dot the last person you worked with made as well. So like, what if they only gave you three dots, but they're twice the size of my dots? So now I'm giving you, I'm trying to give you four, but the last lady's dots were just way bigger than mine. So three could really be six. And I don't know if we're absorbing all of that because the gates may be still the same size, but I wonder if you think like if a, if a dot is bigger by a practitioner, they're still going to get more of the medicine, right? When you think? Yeah, I think it's actually like a thing about the difference between having like a a fire hose and a garden hose. Like it just hits you harder. I've I've had that where yeah, like you know, there's certain practitioners who um, who have been the Amazon for decades and come back, and that's how you know because that's in the Amazon they're using sticks, and they the the dots can be the size of a dime or a, like and, and they're they're just doing one dot. They're like, oh my gosh, no, you would never do two dots or three dots and one dot is, <laughs> that's all you need and people are yeah and it's like yeah i mean like your body's taking it all in at once so you know it's um it definitely is a rush and i think like as long as you have confidence for one thing like because you know again i could have someone who had done 15 dots with someone uh with different medicine it doesn't like i don't ever really bring into perspective because i know we were trained to you know, it's like, okay, well, you have this peptide resistance. So if you do one day, it needs to be two dots, let's just, as an example. The next time you do it, it needs to be four, then six and eight. I I don't, I can do three all day, every day while someone, and, um, there's no, like, difference. And I'm, it's very common because where I'm positioned and, and the type of people who I have, they're they're traveling here from all around the country, if not right outside the country. So they're coming here in a week's time for whatever reason, and they're doing three sessions in a week. So that's a very, very common thing. I'm always doing it every day. Um, we have combo here pretty much every day. This morning, um, right after this, we have people from Georgia, Montana, um, Alabama here, you know, and it's like, so they, they, they're traveling, so they do it fast. Um, and with the three sessions, I've never felt the need really to say, today we're bumping it up. Yesterday we did three, today we have to do four. I can do three every day with these people and it's it's no different. Like they're never like, oh, I just didn't feel it as strong or anything. Um that's my experience. And I don't know if you know it's a difference of like where the medicine is sourced on the strength of the concentrations, but uh, I think the overall belief though is the exact opposite. I mean, I was trained to through multiple everything was Oh, you want to increase the dot pointage. Um, and I did that for a long time until I realized that it wasn't really needed. Um, I worked with someone who was a little more sensitive to it and we kept it and it was just as in, it was just as intense every time. So I don't um I again I, I think there are some caveats with that with the with the combo stick resources and stuff that you're getting, but I've never had to like three dots, four dots is with the with the sticks I have, I mean four dots is a lot. <laughs> I'd give that to a, um, I'd probably give you four dots because, you know, you, I know you have an experience, you're also comfortable with it, but like that, I, I mean, I don't know the last time I've ever done, I don't know the last time I've ever done five dots on someone or has been needed. Um, even the muscular yeah, guys, the, maybe. 
Yeah, I can handle quite a bit. Even the stuff we get, I'll I'll do like seven or eight still. So, it's, but I used to do like twenty <laughs> of the IAKP stuff. I've done up to like twenty two dots on that, and I would just do twenty like every time. And then I took a break, and then I started sourcing from the stuff that we get, and I, I did you know do seven or eight, and it's like that's totally fine. But that's way less than what I was doing, you know. So I do think there might be some differences in the strength of the medicine. So. When pe- I tell Isn't people that just better, though? Like, do you want to be burned 20 times? No, no like, hell no. You don't want 20 <laughs> gap marks all up your no. hand. It's just like, no, and what that does, that was, I remember um, mine where it was, the, the last one was 25, and I was just like, the burning was what got me. So, like, that's one thing I can appreciate myself <laughs> as a practitioner, at least, that it's like, hey, you're not going to have to get 15 burns. I've done those in the past with other stuff. So yes, the IAKP, all that, you know, those sticks. But um, I at least have that such appreciation to the point where I'm not burning someone that much because, you know, it's still a sting. It's a burn and not comfortable. <laughs> no, it's not. And if no one wants that many dots, if you could have zero dots and still get the benefits, you'd, you'd love that even more. But, you know, I do like having seven. Although mine heal up really well with the... Uh, using like the sauna and the red light and probably just from my diet and overall stuff that I do as well. But mine seemed to heal up over time. You barely even see them. People always say that to me all the time. And I had them everywhere because of how many I was 20 every time, you know, 20. Now there's 60 dots on my arm because you can't use the same ones over and over. And, but yeah, they, they can barely even see them anymore. No one would even really notice them. My hair is grown back over. I haven't done it there in a while. It, uh, it is what it is. I like doing less and like you said, I've kind of gotten more into this like uh, headspace because I kind of learned like, um, you know, if they if they didn't purge, then they need more. They always need more. Like that's kind of the thing. Like they didn't have enough medicine. I'm kind of more like, well, if they don't purge, like they still get in this this extreme powerful peptide therapy. And to me, as long as their immune system's getting the getting the peptides, I'm not as worried. Yes, purging it all out will probably help because you kill off a bunch of stuff, then your body's got to process that and get it out and through your liver and everything. But at the end of the day, the, the, the point is the peptides and the, the purge really does help. But the, the point of it is the peptide therapy. Yeah, absolutely. And I think, I mean, I've just had experiences with people where I've given them enough where they've, you know, it's also rare, but they almost passed out, which is also a thing of like, okay, that's a lot of medicine. Um, and they still don't purge, you know, so like, yeah, you know, there's this, there's like with all this stuff, it's fluid and there's, I don't think there's like, this is the rock solid way to do it. And we just kind of learn and always do the best that we can. But, um, I've just come from my experience to not really think that, oh, if someone didn't purge, it's because not enough medicine, because I've just done too many where people have, that's been the case. And we have upped it, you know, in my younger young my younger days my earlier days of combo like i i've done i we mentioned before it was like with one of i did a lady who had we did five dots she didn't get nauseous at all so the next round next time we did nine dots no nausea and then we did 15 dots no nausea so like that 15 dots is a lot <laughs> you know? yeah. so i think it's just the person too like i just i don't really like, like you just said the purge isn't imperative it's going to happen i'd say well over 90 percent of the time there are people that don't there's people who just don't get nauseous there's people who are dry heaving trying to get it up and it doesn't come up um at that point i just make sure that they're as comfortable as possible so i'll give them some specifically i give them zeolite 
um, as a binder to take and then to be taken for the next day or two so that they're not really absorbing any of the toxins and stuff back into their system because we do find that most people, if they don't purge, they're definitely going to have a headache. They might feel a little more uh, just detoxy or herx response-wise of um, as a response, so we try to make it better for them. And I was yeah, telling them it's going to come out regardless. It'll come out through a bowel movement six hours later or whatever. It's going to come out. It's not like stuck in you, but you do want to get it out. For sure. And we're going to get into some of the supplementation and stuff that we learned in our uh, advanced protocol. Why don't we just tell people exactly how they'll feel during the ceremony before we get into that and uh, how long it is, stuff like that. Like what are the, what's the actual experience like? Um, so the dot placement is one part where it's really important because, um, you know, let's, let's step back for a second and talk about like Amazonian tradition where it's like, um, okay, women have it on their ankles because they're, you know, they can't handle pain or they're weaker than men. Um, I think most people would disagree that that's true. I think women can handle pain and discomfort much better than men can. Um, <laughs> so I don't agree to that point. But if you do the ankles, it's going to take, it can take five to 10 minutes for it to actually hit your system and for you to feel it compared to if you do it on your heart, um, chakra points, your, your arm, different places. So, a general response, though, I'd say, is I tell people once it comes on, um, one thing I always tell people as I'm putting the combo on them, one is there's going to be a slight little sting. Yeah, it's just because you have an open wound going with a new secretion. And I always tell people there's no right or wrong way to experience combo. But what I think is one of the best experiences is if you can just close your eyes and become as present as you've ever been with your body, it's a really interesting experience. You will actually feel the combo basically like scan your body, runs through it. What I believe it's doing is it's finding the resistance and that's where it goes and attacks. But now stepping back, uh, once the combo is on you, um, usually within the first minute, that's when you start to feel the effect. So if you can have your eyes closed, become present, feel your body responding to the peptide, it's very interesting. Um, now, these are obviously what we're talking about very generalized. It doesn't mean it's 100% how you're going to feel if you're... If your experience goes a different path, it's completely okay. Um, uh, but usually within the first minute or so, your heart rate increases and get up to 120, 130 or higher. Um, you start to feel like you're in an infrared sauna. You get really hot. So you have these peptides that are uh, vasodilators. So the blood rushes everywhere. You get really red. You look like you're kind of sunburned. Um, you get pretty hot. It's not like a nice and flush occurs. Um, and then... You're it kind of like you'll see like it, it's like it's almost like it's lifting and all of a sudden it takes a shift and you get the vasoconstriction peptides that take effect. And then all of a sudden you become really pale and this green. And that's when the nausea kicks in. So um, remember I mentioned before, your blood pressure is dropped because of the specific um, peptides, which then makes your heart rate increase. So your heart rate's going up real quick. You can feel it in your ears. Uh, you can feel it in your head. You almost feel some pressure. Like I, don't, I wouldn't say that any of that hurts right? It's just sensations that you're feeling. Um, I wouldn't say anything in combo hurts. It's just discomfort. Like there's no part where you're just like, ouch, this hurts. Um, there can be a lot of discomfort, a lot of um, muscle contractions occurring, but I wouldn't really say that you would expect anything to be painful during combo, just the discomfort. So um, people, and I always want to reiterate, like, is there should be no, uh, which I do work with people who are really hyper-focused on the purge. When are they going to purge? 
how much are they going to purge? Why didn't they purge up exactly everything they got out, all this stuff? But um, I don't think there's really any method to say, like, when you're going to purge. You can purge in two minutes. Um, I've had someone take over 45 minutes to purge, and that's much longer than I usually would have a combo dot on someone. Uh, but they knew that it was coming. Um, so I uh, actually, I can go back. I've had someone, the longest it's ever taken someone to purge, and this is a very, very off typical, not anything I've ever done, but it was an hour and a half. Like, it's crazy to think of having combo wow. for that long, but it was an hour and a half, and then everything still managed to, like, have been stuck here, like, came out both ends. Um, but that's how <laughs> long it took. They were drinking a little more and sipping, so, but everything came out, and that's a very, you know, not a very common thing at all, but that's the longest. But most people, I'd say, would purge within, like, a five minute to 10 minute window. Some people purge more or sooner. I always say if you're in a group, it's probably better because I don't know if you remember the movie Stand By Me where they do the pie eating contest where the one guy <clears throat> eats so much pie that he purges and then that person throws up and that person throws up and then everyone in the stands is throwing up. And that tends to be kind of like an icebreaker and combo if you're doing it with a group or at least another person. If that person purges before you, it can really set everyone else off to purge too. But um the purge can happen in 10, there's just really no way to say when. That's also sometimes when I will utilize um, sage because sage can help you increase. I know people hate the smell of sage during combo because you're already nauseous, but sage can be used as a, a way to kind of put you over the edge too with the purging. If you're having troubles, if you're like 10, 15 minutes in and you're just like, ah, it's just not coming up. Um, I might bring some sage into the mix and not like blast their face with it, but I just put it out there in the smell sometimes. Or um, I do a little side thing. Sometimes I'll just run the faucet water because the sound of water can make you throw up too sometimes. <laughs> and, uh, getting someone to talk a little bit about not throwing up can make them throw up. So um, I always want to let people know you're not purging for like the entire time the combo's on you. Like it usually usually comes, kicks up, you purge and it kind of goes away and often people are like, Oh yeah. Okay. I'm done. That's cool. You know? And then all of a sudden it'll creep back up and then you purge again. And most people tend to have like two or three large purges. Um, for me, and I don't think this isn't always so common, but the way I've just worked and I feel is I allow the person to decide how long the combo stays on them. Um, we're all adults. So, I mean, the one thing I will never do is if someone tells me they want the combo off, that's it. I take it off. I have no. I'm the same way. I don't. I don't ever want to be like you can do it because they're protect. They're 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 trusting me to protect them and to listen to them. I'm not here to play a controller or a power person. Um, I will. Okay. Do you all ask them? You want the combo off? They say yes. I'll take. I, I asked them once just in case it wasn't just out of a, a knee jerk reaction. Um, but some people, it's a lot. In as it can happen. So if they want it off fairly quickly, I will take it off them right away. And I don't. I don't say try longer. Um, so I always just tell people intuitively, they know how long it should be on. Um, I would say ideally a goal is minimum 15 minutes. Um, I think you've absorbed a lot of the peptides by then. So at least you've gone through it. Um, I think though intuitively you'll be like, yeah, you know, I've, I've purged everything up or the nausea is going away. It's not feeling as intense. And I'm just, I don't think anything else is going to come up. At that point, I'll be like, okay, do you want the combo off? And they're like, yes or, or no, let's keep it on for a little bit. And let's see what goes. Um, but usually once you take it off, you recalibrate pretty quickly. Um, sometimes we've seen a, a spike, which is kind of cool. Uh, again, when we're having like continuous glucose meters um, set on people's arms. <clears throat> so like every five to 15 seconds, it shoots, you know, a signal to get your glucose levels. 
we see that once the combo gets taken off, like within seconds of the combo coming off, there's like one last spike of glucose. Um, and I'm not sure why or how that happens, but it's very consistent. Um, so sometimes once you take it off, that like 30 seconds after it comes off, you may purge again, like out of nowhere. You may have been like, oh yeah, I'm gone, I'm good. You know, and you take it off and there's a little spike in glucose and then it creates some nausea and people can purge sometimes. Right That's kind of my experience. And... <laughs> At least during training, yeah. when, during training when we were doing it a lot, um, I was, I would purge as the medicine came off, but um, as I got some of the stronger stuff and more into it, now it's not as bad, but it was kind of like, we knew exactly. It's going to take me like 10 minutes to purge up the water and, and my next wave of purge is going to come somewhere around the time you're we about to take that medicine off. And it was just like, it was just like clockwork. I was like, oh, well, I can see how this goes. But yeah, it's, for the most part, I usually do around 20 minutes. If it's, they tell me to take it off, it's always off. And then if they look like they're just laying there already kind of done for the last few minutes, I might even just swipe it off a little early. And like, cause they look like I've seen their buckets half full. They look like they're done. They're just ready for rest. So at that point, I think you kind of just know intuitively, like nothing else is going on there. And so, yeah, it's what it is. And then sometimes people have to go to the bathroom. That's like you said, probably about 50, 50 on that. But I was having a lot of gut dysfunction from the Lyme and stuff. So I was in the bathroom. I remember one time when I did it with Carlos, I went to the bathroom like three times. He's like, do you have some gut issues? I'm like, I do. I'm like, I have. All kinds of gut issues, and that's before I knew I had Lyme. So I was like, I don't know, I definitely can't tolerate a lot of foods right now. And so I went to the bathroom like three times in one session. So I must have been absorbing them, them the peptides in that way for sure. And, to, and yeah, also the bump basins. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I was definitely like, I don't know. So the third time, I was like, it was all. I was like, damn. Like it was like I purged a little bit, but it was mostly all in the bathroom. Um, and as far as the purge, I know you've analyzed it quite a bit in like some labs and stuff. Is there a way like practitioners can analyze the purge just by looking at it or uh, something that you just, you kind of know because you've worked with some of these labs? So there's definitely a lot of backfire from anyone else on that. And again, like I work really hard just to legitimize it. And there is there, I was always really focused on that part because it was like, well, what are they purging up? Like, what is, because you see so much different stuff. Like, I'm pretty sure for you too, but I know the idea of someone thinking like, oh, you're inspecting someone's purge is gross, but it's like, I see it two, three times a day. And I think it's fascinating. It's more science. Like this was in your body and obviously it didn't belong there. So um, hmm. we worked just really hard to legitimize everything. And I always want to know like, what's this? And like, why does someone purge that like, and it comes out green later, like a blue and learning like, well, oh, it's got the heavy metals um you know oxidizing and whatnot but we worked with um so what happened was we were down in la we a, uh, this lady and like it wasn't even pre-planned but she worked uh she was one not other what i mentioned prior but had been doing um a parasite cleanse and she had a functional medicine doctor who was really into the concept of doing combo and she she took her purge and she took it to the to the functional medicine doctor and they looked at it underneath a microscope and they were like, yeah, this is, you know, this is, these are the parasite, like that are hard to see, but you know, they're like little strands. Uh, this looks like would be like with mold spores, which is like, if I relate that out to like what the purge is, like a lot of white, the solid white. And, you know, it works. It's fascinating because like when I go up north, no one really deals with mold and they're not purging up all this white, solid, it looks like white. It's a solid white, you know, it's hard. It's like a, like almost like it's a like cream, the foamy stuff that you see a lot. 
but it's like thick. Like yeah. Foam, yeah. Yeah. Like thick, like foamy stuff on top. Yeah. I'll see that. I mean, I live in Florida too. So you um, see that. Yeah. So it's like consistent, you know, you get like, um, the yellow looks like scrambled eggs being candida. Um, and I, I want to, What's really interesting, because before I'd ever done this, I want to explain something, because the one lady was like, yeah, this is either like, it's antibiotics, uh, like the, if it's just like what looks like foam, she's like, it's either antibiotics or it is, um, for some people it could probably be like a powdered supplement that could create the same thing. So really fast, because this is a story almost everyone hears that I do comedy because it is, it is, it's the most mind, one of the most mind blowing things, but um, I worked with a gentleman. Um, I probably told you the story. Um, he, he has a, he, he works with special forces and stuff on a higher level, but he has a photographic memory. And when he did combo the first time, he looked at me and he was like, this is the medicine. So he's like 60, 59 to 60 years at the time. And he, he was like, guys yeah, really angry. And he's like, this is the medicine my mom tricked me into taking when I was six years old. He knew instantly. <laughs> And he was like, sir, he was purging. He's like, it was like 10, 10 o'clock at night. My mom tricked me outside to go get something. And she locked the door and wouldn't let me out until I took the medicine. He he just told the whole story. He was like, this is it. I can taste it, you know? And it was just like, whoa, like thinking that's 53 years ago and think about what's still in our system. And I see that a lot with people if we're doing after um, like with COVID and they took a lot of ivermectin. That's all they're tasting as they purge. They're like, ah, that's an ivermectin. I can taste it, you know, or penis. Like people taste it. So when you have a lot of stuff coming out, um, we did before and after blood tests, uh, with my wife who she grew up in a, um, an island, Shinkatig Island where uh, NASA base station, or they have a sting there and the water ended up being toxic and making so many people sick. So she had, whole slew of things in her blood. I mean, uh, she had formaldehyde in her blood. She had arsenic, copper, um, cobalt. There's, I mean, a whole bunch of different things and getting tested after, you know, doing combo for so long and everything was at a better place besides the copper. Um, but that's another story. She just had another issue. Like, um, she had something going on with the copper that just wasn't ready to, I don't, or that it was still in her heavily, but you know, so it's like cool to see it. And like when people are like, well, yeah, you can see like is the, anything that comes out. So like six sessions, they say, can really significantly help with um, heavy metals. Um, but otherwise, yeah, I mean, it's it's something where I'd say there's like 90 percent truth to it because I'm going off of what one doctor looked under the microscope. But it tells people it also doesn't tell like I was it's <clears> like <throat> the color, the colors when I where I'm looking at this, there's two ways to look at the, the colors. Um, so if someone threw up a dark color, it's like really orange, looks like orange juice or it's yellow. I always like, there's two, there's two sides of the story. And the cool thing is, is I think they both connect with each other. So like, again, I believe, and I think there's very truth. We just don't have the science is that combo goes to what needs to be done. It's such a smart medicine. It scans your body, finds what needs to be worked on and it goes there. So if your purge is looking really yellow, it's like orange juice or whatever, it obviously means that your body was getting those, like I mentioned before, the bombasin peptides, it's activating the gastric acid, it's really stimulating the liver, everything, and getting that up so you have that color. And now to kind of bridge that with like Eastern Chinese medicine, they believe and they say that <clears throat> we hold all our emotions, like our dark emotions in our liver, right? So our emotions are, are held there. So combo goes to stimulate the place that you're holding your dark um, emotions, you know, resent, spite, 
jealousy, hate, anger, all that stuff's held there, and it gets released. Um, it's pretty common. Uh, I'll ask people how they feel, and they're like, I just felt angry. I don't know why I feel angry right now, but I'm angry, and they're purging up, and it looks like orange juice. So I do believe there's a lot of truth <laughs> on both ends with the color, because it is, you know, um, if it's really dark orange. I think when it's clear, people tend to have had more of a, just an emotional release, and that's it, like anxiety. People are like extreme anxiety, like they're just having a clear purge. Nothing came back up besides water. Um, you know, there's a lot to that, but I'd love to do more deeper science. But I've again had been had the opportunity to work with someone, just put everything under a microscope, and like that's what this would be. Going off of that, you know, yeah, that that's where we should go next. But then, then they can like, I was thinking like maybe somehow, some way, like have like pictures or videos and it's like a, maybe even like a little online course that was just like cheap for practitioners like didn't have to be super expensive but it would give so much more insight it's just like another tool right because i'll tell yeah. you um when i was super sick like my blood work because i was eating you know paleo and keto and i was eating all good and so like my blood work was always coming back normal and always i had to finally go out to dr minkoff who does a lot of the muscle testing and that gives him a good idea of what's there and then he tests he uses some better labs and things, but like a lot of people's blood work and stuff um, could look pretty normal when they're really, really sick. You know, like Western medicine's like, oh, well, maybe you just have depression or you have whatever. And it's like, well, no, like something's going on here. And uh, I think maybe that could give somebody, if we could figure that out, it could give somebody a little insight. Like if we could like, all right, you have right, or candida or there's heavy metal or there's mold in here. Now go try to get find a doctor who specializes in that and get a good test and see if it's like correlating there. So maybe it's kind of could give us like a direction to steer someone with what they're dealing with is if we could figure out how to get that analyzed and make a little cool course behind it or some little online course that people could do as like an advanced training. Yeah. Yeah. I've been a little like for me and it's the way I guess my brain works, I get reluctant to put it out too much because of also like the fear it can cause on people. Like I agree, you know, it's like, Hey, listen, everyone has a little bit, not the mold is good at all, but you have it. You purge up candida. Everyone has candida. It's part of our gut biome. It's just, there's that fine line between too much or not. And people can become from my experience, a little hyper-focused on like, ah, the candida, you know, or whatnot. But, um, you know, it's one of those, if we, I, it's the one thing I would love to legitimize more too. Yeah. Is getting more in there so people have it, but not use it as like a fear thing for, because, you know, it, it is not everyone, of course, but it's really easy if we're sick, um, to hyper focus on that in a way of like, that's what has to be handled or something, you know, and it's like if someone sees that they're, you know, if they have some candida coming out, that might just be their, unhealthy focus on removing candida when it's like it's part of our gut biome and just because you purge it up with combo doesn't mean you have a problem it's just it's it's a parasite slash fungus so you know the peptides make sense that it's going to release it and remove it it's going to break up the biofilm and you're going to dump it out yeah the problem is people couldn't i guess take that information be it's a little too neurotic and i, I try to preach people yeah. health culture and i'm just like well, why is there candida overgrowth or why is like, is there, you know, there's, there's your body should be able to keep that shit in balance. If it's, if it's balanced, if it's right. So what you're, you know, looking at diet, look at down here, I'm asking environmental questions always, you know, uh, two things I go to a lot when, before I, when someone, honestly, sometimes I get myself out of a combo session by telling people that it's like, you know, combo is going to help, but like, do you have mercury fillings? Do you know about your house? Like I have a 70 or eight, eight year old lady right now 
who uh, might end up doing combo, but she she's seen like 10 different doctors, one for her brain, one for this, one for that. And she's willing to spend all of her money to have the next 20 years, like, you know, just living and not feeling like shit. And she told me that she got her whole roof replaced and got a vapor barrier done uh, on her house. And I'm like, but did the mold get addressed? Like you, you, you fixed the wood, but the mold's like in your house. You realize like it's in yeah. all of your, all of your stuff. So I'm like, I need you to call this mold company, Mold Zero. I don't know if you have you. Are you uh, familiar with Pure Maintenance? You, you have like a well, you have mentioned them to me before. Yes. Yeah. So they yeah, have a specialized yeah. fog that's pretty new that I've had a bunch of friends uh, with some great results do do stuff with. So I have her calling the Pure Maintenance is like out west, but they have like licensed companies that they've done all across the country now. So there's one called Mold Zero. So I'm like, well, get them over. See if you have mold in the house and get the house treated. And then we'll do like the combo and the supplements. And so it's like, I could have just took her in and just said, all right, come do combo and see how it works. So I was like, I don't, my mind works differently. And I try to like dig in a little bit more. And it's, I mean, it's fine because then I'll have a health coaching client and a combo client in the end. And we'll actually get to the root of her issues instead of just hoping that combo is just going to be this cure all for everything. So I try to look at right. environmental stuff too. And yeah, maybe people get a little too neurotic and focus on just one thing when it's just like, you know, what's your mineral status? What's all this different, different things we can look at? How are you detoxing or sleeping? But it's just like, but it is just one tool. If you don't get too neurotic, if we could analyze that purge, it might give us a little bit more insight on what test for and stuff like that. So that'd be, would be cool right. in the future. Yeah, absolutely. It's cool. always giving tools to them, empowering them. <laughs> Yeah, for sure. It's like, you know, maybe we don't have to tell every client either, you know, because we're the ones with the knowledge. So we should see, like, get a little background information on them, what they're going through. And then we see the purge and it kind of translate into the same symptoms of what she may have been explaining. Then maybe you can kind of just empower them with that information afterwards and either you coach them or whatever, send them off to someone who can. Maybe that might just be a little way to help people because I, I do think, like like I said, I did combo and was living in mold, and it wasn't. It was like it felt a little bit better, but then it wasn't doing anything because I was just still living in mold and had lines. Right. Like, yeah. There's really there's nothing that nothing to gain there when you're spending all your time in a moldy house and trying to do combo once a month to see if see if that, yeah you felt a little bit better from the peptides and getting some of the stuff out, but it's not the only thing that you need to be looking at. So, but I think it would help absolutely uh, some of us with the purge. So uh, let's do some rapid fire. You still got a little while, though, don't you? You got a while? We'll just a couple more questions. Yeah, I got an hour. <laughs> I got okay, an hour for the next combo You got session. an hour. Cool, <laughs> yeah. Let's get through the rest of these questions. And so we have the one-stop shop for everything. Uh, this is probably a big one that uh, I think people have probably learned all different ways and shapes and forms through different trainings. I'm not sure. But who are uh, the people that you won't work with, like contraindications? Um, that's a great question because I think for anyone listening to that's the importance of which practitioner you're working with. And if they're comfortable with certain things, you know, there are the contraindications, which are very important to look over and respect, but a lot of them might be just because, you know, um, you have to understand like the combo, like, is this someone who just went in, doesn't have any other medical experience or knowledge? No nutrition. Are they just someone who did combo? Mostly people do combo and their life has changed and now they want to serve it and help others. That's great. But there's also, right, so it might limit their experience or abilities to be with someone else. For example, like 
um, with that. So like the contraindications is a pretty good, and, and I'm not, st- I'm not stepping on them or bulldozing over them saying that they're there, but a lot of them are, it's a good safety net. It's a blanket statement of like, don't work with these people. Don't do with that, uh, which is great for the general public. I think if you have more serious things, I always tell people like, here's the basic contraindications, but if these are you, please reach out to me and we'll see if there's anything different. Um, for me, like the hard nose uh, with someone, of course, would be someone who's pregnant. Um, the peptides in combo, you know, you have all these um, um, contraction, all these like squeezing that can actually induce a spontaneous labor. Um, so doing it, even though, uh, you know, and you, you probably know this, but in, in the Amazon, they will do it. They actually do it on pregnant people to test the strength of the baby. Um, and we live in a country where that's not a responsibility I want to have, um, if there was to be any spontaneous labor or any kind of medical issue, you know, it depends on how you want to say that the baby didn't agree to it. <laughs> so there's a lot to that, um, ethically. And it's just the person. So it's one, the, the biggest thing for sure is that, um, any, there are a few things and I always forget, like the most obvious ones. So I'm sure I'm going to miss some, but like brain aneurysms, uh, massive, like any blood clots. Um, the one thing I'm trying to think, like, you know, and in general, you can, uh, another blanket safety aspect is if your doctor has cleared you for like 30 minutes of hard cardio activity, you mm-hmm. know, you should be cleared to do combo. That's kind of a safe blanket to tell someone it's like if the doctor will clear you for 30 minutes your heart and everything is manageable it can it's pretty much what combo is going to take toll on your body like um bufo um bufo is a hard no if you've done bufo within um a month or two you don't need to you shouldn't you shouldn't mess with combo um you can do combo then bufo but you don't want to do bufo then combo um Side you said that's pretty that extreme is, too, right? What happens with that? You've, you've told me some horror stories with that. So yeah, why, well, why like the science, the science aspect is like serotonin syndrome, um, which is what's going to be really dangerous. Um, but there, there have been people. So one thing also, like whether you 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 have a safety issue or not, if you've done uh, some of these like heavier plant medicines, you are going to have. Um, for example, if you did mushrooms or psilocybin uh, the day before you did combo, it is very likely that once you go into that combo session, those mushrooms are going to get reactivated. Um, I've seen it. I've, I've everything where someone's done it. So, like, it, it pulls things back out. So, imagine doing – well, I can say imagine, but most people may – Majority of people probably never can imagine or know what Bufo, um, which is a different toad. It's a psychedelic DMT 5-MO, very intense plant medicine. Um, but I can imagine like doing, doing that and going through that experience where you get basically put into another dimension, <laughs> uh, geometrical biogeometry kind of dimension and they do it in combo and that gets reactivated. Um, so even on like a mental aspect. Um, but like the science behind it really is the day, like there are, there are true dangers with doing it. So that would be my hard no, uh, with Bufo is like before, um, there have been people who have died. Um, I can't tell you the numerous, but there are a number, there are 
good enough number of people who have um, died from it. Um, there are Bufo, they're called Calm Bufo retreats. I'm totally ignorant to them, so I don't know what they entail. Uh, maybe there's someone who has experience with the combo bufo but again this is my we're, if we're talking about my contraindications i am not experienced with bufo so it's not something that i will work with someone um the the one thing that i will do i think a lot of people won't is like is we can go into like addictions and it's definitely a passion for us is to work with addiction uh we have such insane unbelievable you know stories with addiction with combo um and I mean, I was trained that you don't touch someone with combo within 90 days of like heroin or fentanyl, you know, um, there could be some dangers, which there are, um, you know, but we have a support system. I have a support system of other doctors, local practitioners here uh, that will help us, you know, with IVs if we need them or whatever. When we're talking, when I'm talking addictions, I'm also talking like fentanyl, um, meth, um, heroin, extreme heroin addictions of like 16 to 20 years of it. Um, alcohol and everything like that. And a lot of practitioners probably may not feel comfortable. Um, and someone, the key point though, is if your practitioner isn't comfortable, then that's a, like, I'm glad they're being honest with you and telling you they're not comfortable because they, you don't want to be in a situation where someone is, you don't want to fake it till you make it with this, like with any type of plant medicine, earth medicine as a practitioner, it's never appropriate to fake it till you make it um, with the safety and stuff of clients. So um, if someone isn't comfortable working with any of your conditions, I would be um, grateful that they were honest with you um, instead of just trying to work with you and say, yeah, we'll manage it. So that would be something that's appreciative. Um, mm -hmm. I don't know. Matt, do you have any others like that are practitioners? Uh, there might be some very obvious ones that in the moment here I'm not thinking <clears> of, but any other contraindications? Uh, the, well, we were always trained, but I haven't come across this yet as like people with like, you know, multiple personality disorder or like borderline mm -hmm. psychiatric disorders. And I, think that it would probably maybe be safe. I would really, really do a strong intake on, I always ask them about it, but I, I at least would have to, I would have to feel them out before I would use my own discretion on whether or not I would move forward with that. Because I just don't, I don't need someone to be one person and then we get done with the session and they're another personality or I, I just, I don't know if I'm even comfortable with that. Cause it's like, yeah, I don't, I just don't need any type of like backlash on the back end. I'm just trying to help people. I don't, like so i don't know i would have to feel them out and over a long conversation no you're right see, see what they're got going on and feel out like how stable they are or what meds they're on and maybe go through that and i haven't i haven't had to do that yet so that hasn't been anything that's like you know i don't have any um expertise in but i would really have to feel into my intuition on whether or not i would work with someone like that but for the most part, people are just looking to try it out, it seems like, or they have a little bit of anxiety, depression, or, you know, a little fatigue and little things that aren't really, you know, overall. And they have some little maybe autoimmune, so maybe we'll do some supplements with them. But no no one's came to me looking for this type of experience that's had anything too dramatic going on, at least not yet. So I don't know. You probably have seen more because you've done you've just done a lot more ceremonies, but I haven't gotten into any of that stuff yet. But but like you said, rule of thumb, if you can do 20, 30 minutes of pretty, pretty hard exercise, that's about equivalent of what you're about to do in combo. So you should be pretty solid. Yeah, I'm glad I asked you because that's a very other, that's kind of a, I think, I think that's a good one to have is like, you know, um, personality disorders, anything like that, because 
not even so, so much like it can just disrupt things that you weren't prepared for, whether it's emotional releases, um, grief release, that kind of stuff I think could get thrown into the equation of anything else of schizophrenia. Um, you're a hundred percent right. Like that would probably be something where I would also, as a, that was a thing that I completely forgot about until you mentioned it. So I'm glad you did that. Like, yeah, I mean, any I don't of that stuff, like, that up. be responsible. I don't ever get it to come up. Yeah. So it's not something you think about, but it was definitely if, it, if I always do kind of. Caitlin ask. will have some experience for you. Caitlin oh, will be able to probably talk yeah. more about it. Yeah. Cause yeah I I'll dive into that with her for so. sure. Cool. So, um, when you're, so you're talking about addiction, I want to do what I have. I used to be addicted to all kinds of pretty much anything you could think of besides like some of the harder drugs, but lots of different drugs and sex and drinking and cannabis and all kinds of things all in my twenties. And, uh, so what is like an addiction protocol look like? And then do you have like them team of doctors there with you or they're just like on call for it in case anything goes wrong? Um, I'm very lucky. I I don't have anyone like there are some local doctors here, but it's more so on call and I have the ability if needed to have them, you know, because they all it's just incredible. My support group with these people like they know that if I'm doing something like this, that they may get a phone call from me at one in the morning and they're going to answer. You know, it's like I'm very I'm very supportive. I'm very supported on me supporting these people. And it's just amazing. Um so because the first time I we ever did this it was purely out of, you know, the family was desperate. Uh, the, the first response, we had done combo on the lady um, and she brought her husband, who was a professional bodybuilder, who was suicidal. Um, combo immediately shifted him immediately. And they're like, there's something to this. And we're going to drive out to another across the country, pick up the daughter, um, you know, not too much information, but she had been um, kidnapped by the cartels when she was 16 years old, put into the sex trafficking, got addicted to heroin. She spent 16 years straight after that, never a day without being on heroin or taking 30 plus pills a day of fentanyl. So it was a do or die. So they brought her and then um, I had a very good support crew. I also had a very good, like Caitlin. Caitlin was part of that because I was like, I need to know like what, you know, what's going on with this. And there's a few other very well-known combo practitioners, very experienced, and then also just doctors that I have in my network of friends. Um, so we did it. Um, you know, the the combo is a, is a massive part. It is not the, like, you just do combo and you're, and you're fixed. This is not the way that works with any addiction. So please don't think that at all. But there are some things that make combo just this might be an appropriate word, but this just makes it glorious for addiction, like people suffering with it. Because one thing it's going to do uh, is it's going to help you bypass all that withdrawal. Um, so instead of spending a week in hell or two weeks in hell from withdrawals, combo will push all of that out. And we see usually within like three days, people are at least got rid of the sweats, got rid of the fever, got rid of the shaking and the extreme discomfort within three days of the session. So with combo, usually what we have done um, is we have someone come fly in and they'll stay with us here for at least a week. And we do combo on them every single day, um, a full session. Uh, it's very difficult at first. It's usually staggered. Someone who's on that much than drugs, like you might just do one dot. So I want to say a full session doesn't mean that. Like It just means they're going to keep it on for 15, 20 minutes, ideally. They can pass out. They'll be very mindful, very safe about it um but once we do that the one thing and it's almost kind of like the as a pavlo pavlo um 
study where if you, anytime that they're craving what they're craving, we do one dot on them, like a microdose. And every time, so, hey, whether it's, whether it's three in the morning, they'll come wake me up and be like, I, I'm having a craving. So, okay, let's go. We'll do dot, keep it on them for 10 minutes or tell them about the purge. We want to take it off like a microdose before they purge. So, you know, sometimes we could be doing like five or six of those a day, but it also teaches the body, you know, same thing. I don't know if you know about like was a Pav Pavlo, like the Pavlock where it's like, mm -hmm. if you have a craving and all of a sudden something doesn't feel comfortable, your brain says, Hey, I don't want to stop having that craving to cause and effect. So um, we're doing the dots every day. We're doing full sessions to cleanse them and to help them get everything out. And then we're doing micro doses as much as needed um throughout the week and it definitely lessens and lessens and lessens um with all of that comes body work working the body spiritual work yoga movement sauna pimp nad methylene blue ivs there's a lot that's supported with it but with combo again you know you have these peptides that um will help kind of activate and rebalance the pituitary and the adrenal, the adrenal cortex. So it really also helps with addictions and cleansing you, uh, your mindset, but it still takes work, but um, it's usually at least a week. Someone comes with us and we, we have, a, you know, again, I have this amazing stuff, whether it's Lila Q. Um, one amazing thing about Lila Q, uh, Lila Quantum Tech, it's quantum energy is um, the owner, Philip has in the past, they make frequency cards that replicate certain things. And they have this guy, Roman, who is, um, can see frequencies. He sees everything. And he has always been there for us when we say, hey, we're working with someone with heroin. He will create a heroin frequency card and he will send it to us overnight. At how, I mean, they're coming, you know, wherever he's at, Germany, wherever he's out in the world at the time. And now this person can have those frequencies on them without getting them. So it also helps like their body almost like they can kind of feel like they're getting these needed frequencies without really getting them. It's just a metal card. Um, if you've never seen them, um, you know, it's so simple, but they're, you know, it's just a, a card and they, you can implement and transfer frequency. So that's really huge for addiction. We see that. And it's not something <clears throat> they make normally, but this is what I'm saying. Like, as far as like having these, the support team and support group where they're willing to help people regardless, like they're not, you know, it's not, doesn't matter that they don't sell this product. Sorry. They're just, what can we do for you? And they're one of those, but then, um, you know, again, it's not just combo, but it's, um, going watching sunrise every morning, resetting your circadian rhythm so that you're not on it. The diet is huge. Keeping them, um, you know, I, I, I did, I went through functional medicine, I'm sorry, functional nutrition, um, training and, um, learned all of this stuff, same thing, you know, you know, so it's like, okay, no sugar because sugar is going to spark your cortisol, which is going to activate more triggering, which then puts you back into an addiction mindset, you know, stuff like that. So there's a lot to it, but combo is just like, Hey, let's get you through. Let's clean your body physically because, you know, um, especially with my wife and her addictions. So she has a, you know, for her, this is her passion. This is where she wants to give back in the world. Um, you know, she's the one that kind of leads these. I supply the, the combo experience, but she's the one that it's like a passion thing for her to be like, okay, we're doing this and this. And because she has the experience, you know, I don't, 
I, I've never, I've never had an, an addiction to a substance. So there's a lot of things I don't understand. She's able to be like, oh, I know how the mind's working right now. Cause I dealt with this for, you know, d- decades. And when they say this, they don't really mean this. So like for me, I'll just be like, oh, okay. Yeah. You didn't do this. And she'll be like, no, I know this person's doing this right now. They're thinking this. So it's, it's a really good tool to have her into it because she can understand it. And it's, it's kind of a way of giving back, um, without having to go to a, um, a rehab center where they're just doping you up with other pharmaceutical and that, that they now call you clean or sober, even though you're now on a crazy amount of numbing pills and stuff, which is what she experienced. So it's really, she kind of was the one that really spearheaded this when we had it. And I have the, 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 you know, the resources and the science of saying, okay, yeah, we're going to do PEMF, we're going to do infrared sauna on this person, have them sit in there and sweat things out. Then we're going to do a bunch of, you know, zeolite and have them do body work, push things out, get them on a pimp massage system. Like there's a lot of cool things that are around in this world that I wish were way more accessible. Um, the, the truth is they're not, but there's a lot of cool things that we have and can really help someone. No, that's, that's amazing. I was wondering if you were using certain supplements, like I was thinking like, oh, you could probably use like Dr. John's like NAD suppository because there's a lot of good research behind uh, NAD cutting a lot of cravings. I, I would, the suppository might not work so well because I don't, I know when you're coming off drug addiction, you can have like loose stools and use the bathroom a lot, but, yeah. um, it could be something that maybe you might have to waste a couple because they might have to run to the bathroom, but it is a probably would be. And then I was thinking about melatonin suppositories to help him sleep because he's got, he's got the high dose melatonin. But do you, is there a contraindication with the melatonin and combo? I've heard that, but I've never dug into that. Yeah, I mean, it's not something I do believe that's also goes along with like just changing, like put, putting your body out of things. I think there is something to do again with the serotonin um, mm-hmm. uh, syndrome with that, but it's not something I've ever experienced. Uh, my wife, megadoses, I wouldn't even say macrodose, she megadoses melatonin as in like 300 milligrams a day kind of ordeal. She does combo. Um, yeah. we've never okay. seen an effect. It doesn't mean that it doesn't exist, but just not something where I, I'll tell people usually with supplements, I just tell people not to take them the morning up because all you're really going to do is waste them if you purge them back up so you can wait. But I've never really been really, you know, we got the GABA and 5-HTP that people are concerned about, but, um, I mean, get off it for the night if you need to, but if it's, it's a do or die, I haven't had any bad experiences. Again, my wife takes those quite a bit um especially from all of her issues that she had like she doesn't produce any gaba so she has to take it to pretty much fall asleep but um that's interesting i was because yeah. i was thinking the, the melatonin suppositories they're high dose from dr john Lawrence, and they also have the glutathione in them so like 250 milligrams but then the glutathione would also maybe help them process some of the detox stuff they were doing from the combo and everything and then overall might just help them stay asleep and then the nad during the daytime to kind of help reduce the cravings might be something to look into. That's something I'm kind of really interested in. I, it's like a, you're really, uh, you know, like you have a whole team around you and doing that. And then that's kind of like you would need a support system to go, go through with that. I feel like, especially like local doctors or somebody who would, or at least would be on call for me because anything yeah. can go wrong when you're doing a straight withdrawal, you know? Yeah. It can be, um, for someone who's never gone through that stuff, it's kind of like, I'm on, I'm on eggshells half the time. And she's like, you know, yeah. I, I take a lot of guidance with my wife because she's an experienced person with all this. And she's like, next, this is what's going to happen. They're going to tell you this and say this. It's not really, they're just desperate. They want to try to get to something. And 
or not, you know, but it's like, she's the one that can tell them like, this is worth it. I have been through this and this, this discomfort you're dealing with is way better right now than how you're going to feel in two weeks when you didn't do it. And she, we've had people be like, literally we had a lady who, uh, she, alcohol for 30, 20 years or something like that and was losing her marriage, everything. And so they drove her out here and her first session, she was just like, fuck this. Never again. <laughs> Absolutely not. You know? And I was like, Hey, okay. I'm not here to, I'm not going to convince anyone ever to do combo because you have to have made that decision yourself. But, um, you know, my wife sat with her and was like, listen, like I dealt with this for so long. Um, and she was able to have, she was able to relate, which is something I would have lacked. And we wouldn't have been able to help that lady because I would have just, I wouldn't know what to say. I wouldn't know because I don't know. I'm not going to pretend I know. So, you know, she was able to relate with that person. And that person is going on like, you know, what, two years sober. Um, she got her combo dots tattooed, um, saved her marriage, everything back to normal. Wow. You know? And it's like all from literally her being like, I'm going home. Get me air. Give me the. Um, flight home today. I'm I'm done with this, you know, because it was so intense. But then she's, um, it's intense, you know. And there's a lot of the stuff I don't know as far as that, like what's going through the mindset. I just try to be as empathetic and authentic because I do care about that person. I want them to feel better. But there's a lot of things I, still, I just don't know. I haven't been through that experience myself. Um, yeah, yeah maybe, 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 maybe one day glutathione would be good. NAD yeah, we do sure. through an IV so that it's direct. Uh, we do uh, C60, carbon 60, mainly um, neural RX because of what it does for the brain is it really gets them a nice, it gives them kind of fluidity um, and as much out time. I know we're sl- they sleep at night, but we try to spend as much time at the beach here um, since we're right on the beach. Yeah. Get out in the, get the sun, have your feet on the ground, you know, get in the water, soak up those minerals and just be outside and move. Movement is very important. For sure. Whenever I was coming off of like, you know, withdrawal type of symptoms, I like if I could even go to the gym and sit in the steam room, any form of like sweating, like you said, you got the sauna, like anything like that, it will help tremendously because you're just like, you at least get some endorphins, some, some feel of like mood shift, you know, you just got to have it. And then first couple of days of coming off of any type of drug, you feel like you just feel so awful. Cool. That's awesome. Like I said, maybe one day I'll fly up there when you got one of them. Um, people in there and kind of just do some shadow work on something because it'd be definitely would be something i'd be interested in over time as i got more comfortable with everything be cool to see yeah i think it'd be a nice great thing for more people to be have access to again um so that you're not again i i only say all of this coming from a second hand of, of my wife who is obviously my nearest and dearest of this but like you know her saying that it's like what's the point like she went through all that before and taking prescribed and like oh you're not on alcohol, you're not on this drug, but you're now on these prescriptions, but you're considered sober as long as you stay on these. And you're not like, you know, your sex drive is gone. Your will to lie. Everything is just, you become nothing. Um, it's from what I'm told. So like, that's not, no one deserves that. And what's the difference between just being on a drug than being on that now that you're considered sober, but it's like, we'd rather, you know, plant medicine in general, that's a whole other subject, but it's like, it's so powerful for addictions and, I'm so grateful that people are able to find that resource and, you know, go and do that and actually be healed because, you know, I know that's a typical or not even a typical word, but sorry, but like, I know it's a sensitive word. I have to be really careful the way I talk about with addictions because I am completely ignorant to it, but like, 
you know, whether you're completely cured or not, but my wife can go have a drink of alcohol and have no connection to it. And that wasn't yeah, me too. for decades, you know, and it's like, she couldn't. And if she was still in AA, like people, you know, she got basically, I don't know the right word to be, but like, she was the black sheep because she's like, I don't want to feel like I'm powerless. I want to have like, is what you're taught. And she's like, the, the 12 steps is one of the most powerful things you could ever do in a life. But I want to move beyond that and, and, and be able to have it. So she can have a drink or, or however, and like, there's just no weirdness to it. If that's the right term. I don't know. Again, I can be really, yeah. I'm sure I'm not using the right terms on this. I mean, they, right? I, th- I think you can be cured through plant medicines. Uh, I mean, as long as you do some integration, like I can go like yeah. have seven, eight drinks at a concert or whatever. And um, like not drink again for like five months when that was like never a reality in my 20s. So I've taken long, long breaks and now I can go to a concert and have fun and do whatever. If we just go to dinner, have a old fashioned and a glass of wine and like enjoy myself in public socially with just a few drinks. Or even if I want to get kind of drunk at a concert and have seven or eight white claws or whatever, like I can do that and then not worry about doing that again for six months like it's, it's nothing that calls to me it's it's pretty bizarre how the plant medicines can kind of shift some of yeah. that uh some of that you addiction take control stuff. of your life again right yeah, yeah you're, for you're sure empowered. you have the control of that decision there's no people saying you're not like you don't have to restart and people getting upset with you so yeah when you say me, when you say like you're an addict and you're always an addict you you're literally taking away some of your power you're like living in this bubble for the rest of your life like walking around like I can't go in this type of setting. I can't do this. I can't be around this. I'm got you got to remove yourself from everything because you're forever an addict. You know what I mean? And you can't have anything. And I think it helps you. You know, you should be able to go out and have a glass of wine with somebody, one drink, two yeah. drinks, whatever, and just be normal and then go home and go to bed and then not worry about it tomorrow or the next day. And if you, once you can gain that power back, it feels like a little bit of freedom for sure. Mm-hmm. My but wife, my it. wife really loves Bill W. She loves all of his stuff, you know, and she always, um, this may, I don't know, it was interesting news to her information to me, but she said that he started to dabble in psychedelics and that's when he got pushed out of AA was because he started, um, looking for LSD, right? Yeah. And um, LSD was a big, big part of the original 12 steps, but they thought it'd be like too controversial. Yeah. So he kind of got pushed out of, out of the, um, you know, position he had there with that, that once he got into that, because I think he saw that there was something more, there was something more to it. And, you know, yeah. used as a tool, plant medicine is so powerful. Absolutely. It can be overused, but as, as the, in the right set mm-hmm. and setting and as a tool, it is very powerful. Cool. Let's get into, uh, back to combo and a couple little rapid fire questions that are just a little bit more advanced. These will be like mostly towards practitioners. Um, what form of supplements are you using after? I heard you talk about zeolites earlier. Are you using specific supplements and do you only use those with like people who have medical condition or do you give them to everyone? For me, I'm pretty much just like, I, zeolite is what I do. Zeolite is the for sure, pretty much for everyone, uh, because it's going to help bind anything that you can get rid of. It's going to help what you brand not are you have any again? That's a good question. Um, I only use certain one. It's, um, I wish I had it here with me. It's, um, Todd Herb is the, is the, he's a functional diagnostic nutritionist. Um, Zeocharge, I believe is the name, is through 
rockgeists.com, um, but it's it's like a quantumly charged zeolite, so volcanic minerals. Um, and the reason I use zeolite is because you you can use other binders, but for example, if you use charcoal and it grabs onto a piece of um, heavy metal, let's say mercury or something, and it finds and it binds to it, um, and it starts transferring it through your system, and then all of a sudden it comes across a piece of lead, it's literally just going to let go of that heavy of the mercury and because it's only attracted to what's the heaviest stuff. So then it'll grab the lead and now it leaves the mercury where it's at. So that's the thing with like, there's a lot of really good binders, but you want to make sure you're using the right binders for something like combo that's going to stir up a lot of stuff. So um, I'm pretty sure any zeolite would be good. Um, I just use um, zeocharge. I think is the name of it. It's a black bottle that, like blue writing but i just buy it in massive amounts and give it to everyone and give them some powder to take home um you know that's the um i'm gonna find it right now while you're doing it because i actually have it i want to look at yeah i was, this, I was uh, looking it up right now online um let's see if it pulls zeo up charge um, yeah the name is zeo charge zeo charge yeah zeo charge and then um you're giving it to everybody just because obviously we're moving around a lot of stuff. And then you're, and I was about to say, there's usually like a half life to some of these things. So you might want to do multiple doses throughout the day. Is that, is that how you're kind of getting at that? Yeah. Yeah. Well, like with the zeolite, I'll give them like a day or two's worth, um, to take. So, um, just so that they can take in every three or four hours. Um, you know, it's not, it's not something where they're, you know, I just try to be proactive. Because I don't, the goal is to not have you have a headache from a Herx response the next day or feel sick or, or lethargic. I want you to feel good. And the majority of everyone, you know, they may not feel amazing that same day. Some do, but usually it's the following day people feel like they're on cloud nine after they've got a meal in and get sleep and wake up. But um, some people, I, I have people like, I'm just jonesing for a combo session because they need the energy and it gives them energy right away. So, um, but yeah. As, as far as me, like, I mean, I can sit there and talk to people, you know, about what's going on and I'll suggest um, certain types of like, you know, um, modalities or things to change. But I really don't focus on the supplements. Um, it's just not for, you know, I, I think there's a lot of power in supplements, but it's not something that I bring into like with combo or, you know, what afterwards. Um I kind of, just because that's how I'm in my own life, I guess that's why. Like, in my own life, I only pretty much take, um, I mean, carbon 60 is the main thing I take. Um, sometimes I'll take some vitamin E or some shilajit. But really, besides that, there's, unless I'm feeling defici deficient in something, I don't, I personally don't take, like, I do not have a standard type of supplements that I take every day. It's just kind of like if I'm feeling down or something, I might take some methylene blue or some like NAD stuff, like, but I don't really have like, that thing, but I always feel like maintenance. So like hydrogen, I'll take molecular hydrogen um, as a maintenance, um, carbon 60. Those are two things that can penetrate at a mitochondrial level and remove inflammation and um, oxidative stress and help with the thing. But yeah, I'm just not, I'm not a supplement person in my lifestyle. So it's not something that I bring into um, my combo. So I would love to know if you, if you have like whatever you use and suggest to people, it's something I could help people with too. I haven't been dealing with anybody with too chronic where I feel like they need, like I do have a girl 
coming over soon where I might have to work with her a little bit more. She's got like six mercury fillings, so I got a feeling we're going to rattle around some definite heavy metals there. So that she was probably need a couple of days of zeolite, but I was. And there's like the theory with the zeolites is like, I'm wondering if, because like the Dr. Pomp was like a big detox doctor that I, I studied for quite a bit when I was sick. And he says like, you know, the, you want to do the zeolites periodically throughout the day. But then before bed is when you take, he recommends this strong binder called Bind from Systemic Formulas, which has like apple pectin and some other things in it, um, charcoal, bentonite clay. So it's like a mixture of binders. And so he would have, like, if, when he's detoxing people just, like, no combo involved, they're taking the zeolite three times a day. And then before bed, they're taking the binder to make sure that it gets trapped in the gut because the zeolite's moving it around. And sometimes it might get released at some point because of that half-life. So I'm wondering if maybe people who you for sure know have, like, heavy metals or something chronic, maybe we you could do, like, give them a couple of the bind pills as well and the zeolite, and maybe that would for sure make sure that it gets because that's his big thing is like the zeolites might re-release it and if you redistribute it it might actually go to the brain when it was actually down yeah. here and like the kidney and when it's in your brain you're going to get more neurological discomfort from that yep. so it's kind of like that's just another protective mechanism i don't know if we really need to even go that deep into it but it's just something to think about well i think it's always about precaution so if someone's in that situation that i think you're 100% right. The people I've ever worked with, so like, you know, I have other binders and stuff that like um, we've taken in the past, but like the Zeolite is like an easy accessible. People can buy it, get fast shipping, and it's probably handles 99% of the people. But like, I, from my, well, I mean, my experience is like my opinion, but the people who I work with that are doing this with uh, heavy metals, interestingly enough, they already have their own supplements. You know, they're like, hey, I've right. got all these, I got the cell core, I'm ready to take it right after. So like, they've done the work for me basically, they're just like they're like yeah i got this don't worry like we're we're good it's like okay got it so like they've already got the the binders already that i don't even have right. to work on it so, so but yeah that, so makes that was my case like for something where i'm not experienced and that would be useful for me to like have them connect with you or someone else who has that experience because i know my limitations and if i want them i it's always about the it's not about me and being right about everything so like if I have someone who's doing it, I will happily send them to someone else for information at least. And, you know, same thing. I have, you know, people always that I suggest to you that are more closer to you and stuff. And it's like, right. um, just so they don't have to drive all the way out to here and stuff. You know, <laughs> like for that, that would be something where I would want them to have the best experience. So I would want to connect them with someone who does have that information. Yeah, I'm not an expert. I just studied, I, I thought, I always thought the core of my, issues was like a more of a mercury thing from my fillings when younger and some heavy metal stuff and just from partying probably accumulating metals and different things so i kind of like i dove into that for like a year straight like just listening to all these podcasts and reading all of dr pompa's articles and i'm friends with a guy named ben azada you might know him on instagram yeah. or whatever um so ben studies directly under dr pompa detox questions i just shoot him a message and uh, he usually gets back to me it's with a great that, resource so. for you yeah, yeah, for sure. He was on the first season of yeah. the podcast, and we've stayed close. So, um, yeah, it's as he's he's great with detox. So I kind of was thinking, ah, oh, maybe you give him the zeolites for a couple times throughout the day, and then have him take two or four binders right before bed, because that's when your liver's doing the dumping at night. So it might be processing the zeolites. Then if you already have the binders in the gut, they get dumped into the gut. When a lot a lot of times they'll get out in the stool still, but you don't want that recirculation. 
because then they might end up in the, it loves the fatty tissues of the brain. So you might have pulled it out of somewhere over here, but then if it goes back and it lands in the brain, then it was, worse than where, it was worse than where it was in the original portion. So I'm always kind of scared of that. So that might be something that I do when I work. I might order that Zio charge because she's having that session in a couple of weeks. So I'm at, I have some Zio light here that Dr. Pompo recommends, but it's like in a liquid. So I, with the powder, I can send them off with a little bit of the powder probably and be easier. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. Cool. Um, one last little question before we uh, wrap up. We got a Joe Rogan episode going on, but I think it will be <laughs> cool to, uh, to, to give yes. people a lot of combo info because I don't think there's really a show out there like this. Um, I know that you're working with a lot of um, kind of more like advanced, like I heard you talk about bioresonance machines. I see you using the higher dose PEMF. So like what's your experience with some of these like, almost like biohacking type of stuff and working it with combo. Yeah, it's been really interesting to see how people respond differently, you know, because again, there's certain things that we've learned can actually disrupt the nausea too much, like it neutralizes it. So um, we have we have a whole different, lots of, I have lots of different like PEMP devices and not for specific reasons just to try them. I have an iTaurus from iPyramid and it puts out like a, a pimp on certain frequencies so I can do the, you know, Schumann resonance and pulsate that. We use the uh, higher dose mats mostly. Um, but you have to be mindful because sometimes it, it can, um, we see it quite often more so than not where something like the, you know, we had a lady yesterday who's done combo before and then she did it yesterday on the mat and she just didn't have a nausea like she did it all the first time. And like we had, it wasn't like not enough medicine for like she had it just wouldn't come up like she was everything else was happening to the nausea because you know my we set it on like a um like the relaxing pimp frequency and the and the grounding and the infrared so um we see that too with like the lila q like the block we like to have the block in the house always but like if we were to put it in your lap and put your hands in it or something it'll actually like neutralize the nausea which is crazy to think you know we see it it's like okay well if we do the block it's going to stop your from but that's what it does is it neutralizes harmful frequencies in your body it's the same thing that i it allows me to i'm extremely allergic to crab avocado and honey and i can put in that food under the block for like five or six minutes and then i can consume it no problem but if i don't it's hell to pay for me and it's the same thing where if you're putting your body under this and the peptides you know the negative part, part of your body is that what they say is quantum energy is um, just neutralizing anything negative. So it neutralizes the body's negative effects to EMFs and all that stuff, all shown through live blood analysis. But that's what we also see with Convo. So, um, you know, we have like a, a near-infrared lamp that will pulsate out on people, and this really helps them get into a parasympathetic as well. Um, it's a near infrared lamp, so it gets hot instantly. It helps with the people because, you know, while you and I mentioned that we profusely sweat, there's also the group of people that just shiver and shake and freeze. Um, and that's also just so you know, in case, you know, anyone who's listening is there's a specific peptide that drops, um, drops the, the intestines. So it's part of the bone basin family that I mentioned before is it drops the intestinal temperature by one degree, um, which is enough to make you shiver and get really cold. So um, when you get the shakes, you're releasing some emotions and you're in a relaxed state. So like a near infrared lamp is really nice. It's about taking you out of the thing by putting a blanket all over you, just like a near infrared lamp. It's hot instantly and it's good for them. Um, 
Otherwise, everything else is kind of like the quantum energy stuff, um, quantum upgrade subscription on the house, and it's just a different energy. Um, you know, there's just a lot of cool things. I'm looking around at things that we have that we can utilize <laughs> with combo. And I think it's just like, you know, the pimp mat works amazing. Um, the pyramids are great. Having like, there's all these things, you know, again, it's just like using them to work with each other. And um, that's part of it is just you have all these modalities. How can we make them all work together for someone to have a good experience? And so they get the most out of it. So that's kind of where it all comes into it. Breath work is huge. Breath work is so boring to some people, but it's just one of the most ultimate biohacks, you know? So like I was once, I, I, my first few experiences with combo, I was able to almost make it more meditative. And when I was talking with them at training, they're like, well, you're manipulating it and you shouldn't do that. You know, and I'm like, well, I mean, I'm having a good experience. I'm not, I don't think I'm losing it. I'm like I can breathe through it and make it more euphoric um, than sitting there flailing around in, in discomfort. But um, I had the same so experience with the breath. Like I was like meditate through it almost. It's like, why well, I feel amazing this yeah. way. Why do I want to be all like hyperventilating and shit? Like I feel good being grounded and being centered right here. Yeah. And that's the, you know, we're, I would say we're adults. We can choose to make that decision. There's no have to, there's no must requirements of it, you know, and it's like, we can all experiment and not everything's always, it's not just because it worked with one person. It's going to be that way, but there's cool things that we get to see. And anecdotally, it's like, okay, yeah. If you put your hands in the, in the, the, the Lily Q block, you're not going to purge. And, and that can be uncomfortable. I know it sounds cool or not sounds cool, but it sounds great. You're like, yeah, I don't want to purge. But no, imagine hitting that point and then just not purging and like the nausea going away, but you still have that uh, discomfort. Like, you got to want to release all that pressure in your stomach. So, you know, my wife, <laughs> she, of course, she gets like, I'm sure like yours, like when you're doing combo, she gets all the, she gets all like the bells and whistles. So we'll either sometimes <laughs> like just, there's times where she has to use the restroom, like we'll just do it there in the bathroom for her. Or like other times, you know, we've got her laying on the pimp mat. She's got her head in the, um, in the Lila Q block and there's like a pyramid <laughs> next to her. And I like, so everything's like sitting around her and she's like, no, because then she can go like 30 to 35 minutes without purging and still get all the benefits, you know, and she's got, she's been through it. You know, she's got Lyme. She has crazy blood toxicity, mold toxicity, and all that. So we, she's a great, I don't want to say she's a great experiment, but she's a great opportunity for us to learn a lot because we try things with her and it's like, yeah, this is bad. Like, you know, she's, she's one of the few people that I, people I think loosely use the word frog face because you'll get inflamed faces. I learned from um, a very reputable practitioner who um, passed away, but that he learned, you know, the Amazonian play that when your face gets poofy, um, it's because your kidneys can't filter the toxins fast enough. So it finds where the softest facial, softest tissue, which is your facial tissue, it keeps up there and like as a reserve until it can filter it and then you pee it all out. Um, and a lot of people kind of loosely use the word frog face because they get poofy face. But like, I've probably only had like three or four people out of 2000 plus actually get real frog face. And one is my wife. My wife will have like what looks like a square face for like a week. Like it's. Wow. Where she's not recognizable because her face gets, and it's within a minute. Like you put combo on her and with a minute or two, it's like, but that's not the case anymore. But it's like, that was her case when she first was introduced to combo and was doing it more often. And it shows like the toxins were getting removed. Her blood work is better and her Lyme symptoms are at bay. And like she no longer gets this frog face. Her face doesn't get really get poofy at all. Um, but it started really crazy. Like 
unrecognizable for like days. And so it's kind of cool to see that because like the more she does it, it's not because she's getting used to combo. It's like her toxins or toxin loads getting less and less and less. Yeah, I've actually always told people that I thought I there was this intuitive thing that I felt like the people with like the worst diets and probably had more stored toxins that they something to do. They swell up the worst, in my opinion. People who are healthier yeah. and cleaner, I didn't see it as much. So I, I just kind of correlated it to like, I don't know if it's heavy metals or it's what, but like your diet and lifestyle seems more toxic. So it's, and your face swells. Like I just kind of noticed that over the, with the people I was working with, like the healthier people didn't really have it at all. And the other people did. So I was like, I don't know if it's some form of toxin release. So that's cool that you um, talked about that. I wanted to talk about um, the, the, I heard you say something about like a bioresonance machine where you kind of like measure people's energy before and after. Is that like an at-home device that you have or are they just like all super expensive ones you have to like go to a lab? To use? No. Did, well, no, 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 no. There, you can buy some like or like two to $4,000. You can get the AO frequencies and stuff. They're a little more expensive, but there's like BioWells, even like HeliWorks. Like if you know how to use those devices, um, it's all off of bioresonance, so vibrations and frequencies, and you can run auras and block meridians and see what's going on with your body. Um, and you can do that before and after with combo. It's pretty fascinating to see, like, can give you a clear idea. Like, if you're unsure, if you want to do chakra points, but you're not really sure what to do, you can do those, those type of things because they'll give you a whole report back and be like, yeah, here's some blockages in your meridian line. Here's some organs that could use some work or some stimulation. Um, and, I use it more to like just kind of quantify with someone. So if we do like, we'll, we'll, you know, we'll do an analysis. We'll do a run on like the heart chakra and it'll be really down. And then we can do combo and redo it. And then all of a sudden it's at like a hundred. So to the scale from zero to a hundred, you know, it might be at like a 40 or 50. Like, yeah, let's, let's do some work on the heart chakra and we do it and we re retest it, you know, and it's back up to 90 to a hundred or something. So it's pretty cool to like see it, like the actual difference. Yeah, that that that's something where I think I would might actually put a little money in and invest in something maybe because the showing the people the data in general would be awesome. And I'm gonna start trying to use my I have a like I'm standing on the ultimate longevity grounding mat while we've been recording this, like a little portable one. Cause I haven't bought a PEMF mat yet, but I was wondering if the grounding would still probably maybe I plug it into like a dirty electricity filter, a green wave, and then I, I find benefits from that as far as like just plugging it in regular. I think the dirty electricity really has something to do with it. And I have those on my bed, but I wonder if that portable one would work for some people who, like you said, kind of keep them in the parasympathetic and maybe release some more toxins. Yeah. I mean, for sure, it'll make the blood more visceral. Um, and make it flow through your body more too. So, and then help with it like that. So, yeah. Um, I mean, I always activate the grounding aspect of the higher dose pimp mat. It has a grounding option. So you can have it doing heating, infrared, pimp and, um, ions. So we always run that too. So uh, it's really cool dope. little things to do to add to it. Yeah. Keep me updated as you keep playing with devices. I think. That. that's kind of something i want to get into is add and see what works best as you play with things and maybe i'll play with some things and see what kind of data we can come up with but on yeah. another note i think we covered just about anything that anyone would want to know about combo today i i wanted to do that i didn't think there was a podcast out there like this and uh, i think we pretty much got to it all why don't you just tell everyone uh where they can find you on like social media or websites or how they can work with you if they want to do combo anything like that yeah, I'm stationed out of the Panhandle in Florida, uh, but we travel everywhere. We put 100 and 
20,000 miles on our car this year, just driving everywhere from Montana to anywhere you can imagine. Just people, if people have groups, we'll come to them. Um, we're in Austin every month, Tulsa. We just go everywhere. Um, but we're also, we have a lot of people here. So we're here for the next two months or so. And people are, people fly out here to the Airbnbs. It's such a healing area, just like yours is. It's a great place to come out and just get well because of the water, the, the sun, everything that's here. Um, it's a wonderful environment. Um, my website is moderncombo.com. You can go on there. You can see lots of videos. You can see any type of like science that's on there, um, YouTube videos and things that we have participated in. Uh, my Instagram is that odd Todd. I changed it. I was biohacker Todd for about <laughs> 12 years, about 12 years. I was biohacker Todd and I changed it over to that odd Todd to be a little more realistic, I guess, or more into like what I'm into <laughs> life, not just always biohacking. Biohacking can come across very like elitist. So yeah, on that, but those are the best things. And we do combo here almost every day. So it's very common for people to travel out here and work with us. And Cool, man. That's amazing. Thanks for coming on the show. Thanks for all the info. I'm sure I'll have you back on in the future as we kind of learn some more about this stuff. And I don't know, maybe we'll talk health and biohacks or something different. Who knows? But we'll keep uh, pushing the envelope on combo if we can between I'll have you and Caitlin on. I feel like you two are probably some of the more advanced people and maybe we can just keep having these conversations over time as we learn more stuff. Yeah. I love that idea of categorizing it and, you know, anyone you can have on here that has, cause that's the thing Matt. like you have different experience and I do than Caitlin and everyone, like they all see different people have different focuses and different experiences. So it's a great opportunity like you doing these so that everyone can kind of learn because not, not one person knows everything and it's not always the right way with everyone. So you find, you find a practitioner that works well with, for you. It's always about the client. It's not about the practitioner. We don't heal the people. The medicine does. We just create safe spaces and, you know, giving people other exposure to see who they jive with or who like that. That's like the energy of that person, you know, like, and they get mm-hmm. to learn and they'll have a completely different experience with every person. So it's cool. I'm glad you're having like Caitlin on. Um, and anyone else who's willing to get on here with you and talk and just so, I mean, I want to hear everyone's experiences with all this stuff. For sure. Yeah. Do you have anyone else that you know that's in like the combo world that's bigger? Caitlin's the only one, uh, other one I could really think of. I haven't asked her yet, but we chat every once in a while on Facebook or whatever. But I'm going to ask her. I just want to space it out from this one, do some different topics, and then I'll have her on probably a few months or something. But if you know anyone else who you think was like, does a lot of research and is cool, let me shoot me over a text or something. Yeah, I have, I have a few people in mind that I think would be just really awesome for you as well. Equal to everyone right. else you're going to have. All right, cool. Yeah. Thanks, Thanks man. Matt. We'll see you next time. Yep. All right. Bye-bye. If you enjoy this show, would you please take a second to subscribe, rate, and review it for me? Also, if you'd like to know more information about Combo, personalized one-on-one coaching with me, or for upcoming retreat information, which I host with my wife, please visit my website in the show notes or DM me on Instagram. My handle over there is at Integrative Matt. Until next time, my friends.